Give me a... Can you guys hear George snoring? <laughs> oh, so I got a great one. I'm like talking quiet so I don't wake up my dog. All right, I got a great one for you today. Um, much better state of mind than yesterday. Sorry for being a little aggressive. I know many find it funny, but I do want to apologize to uh, Hardwood Bear. We had a nice interaction, and he's a good guy. And so I'm going to take steps to, uh, to you know, to, to be a good person. <laughs> um, I was talking to my wife about why I might have been experiencing uh, kind of like a dark, a dark phase for the last couple of days. And she's known me for 10 years now. And she, and she was like, it's usually when you feel out of control. And I would specify that it's when I want to, not want to, but I, I, I want other people to change. And all I can control is what I do and what, you know, how I interact with the world and what I create. And so, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus more on my own health and my own actions and all that. So we have a big announcement today. There's been a project that we've been working on behind the scenes for over a year that we're finally ready to show you guys. I'm also gonna show you something that I have hilariously in common with Muhammad Ali. Uh, we're gonna show how society slowly grew to hate the gamma male. Um, what else? Oh, Gavin McGinnis uh, attempts to own the left again by uh, doing gay sex with Ryan, his co-host. And the least value, I'll, I'll give you absolute proof that evolution is bullshit. And thanks for all the kind messages, everybody. Uh, one guy wrote me a message that said, that in the last year, he's quit his job at JP Morgan and now has his own electrician business and that it means a lot to him that I make fun of Grabblers. And that's the thing, I'm gonna keep making fun of Grabbler football and stuff, but the key for me to keep my mental well-being and my peace is, um, is not requiring anyone else to change. That, that That's pretty much one of the roots of my, uh, whenever I get, you know, down or full of pain. It's because I'm like, why is the world getting so nuts? Why are they acting like this? And um, it's, I'm really going to focus more on avoiding that. Oh, and I also have some new information about the Ursa Rio situation that's quite comical. I actually have some sympathy for these people at this point. So, and we're going to talk more about the plan in the Ozarks campground. I have a lot to talk about today. Um, I know yesterday I showed you, uh, that video of, uh, Gardner and Permi bear talking about like domes and shit in the field. I, I was getting a little stressed out thinking about it. We can't guarantee any of that. What we're guaranteeing is what's on the website. So we're crowdfunding to buy land. We don't have the budget to make a fucking Smurf village. So, um, and I really don't want to underperform, especially after the Ursa Rio situation. So again, the entire thing is when you donate, you get a ticket or two tickets or whatever uh, is listed on the website for next year's national festival, we will be able to buy the land and anything else is a, is a plus because we don't have Smurf Village money we don't have investment money, we don't have debt, we don't have any of that, but we are on pace 
to accomplish what we originally uh, wanted to. I was getting so stressed out thinking about it. It's like, oh, now we have these 12 Smurf, Smurf castles. I'm like, dude, we don't, we can't do that right now. No promises? No, no, there are promises. We are, it is going to get you a ticket. We already have enough to buy that 33 acres, but then I'm contractually obligated to buy the rest. So I hope you guys are dedicated over the next few years to, to see this thing through. But the Smurf Village thing is just two retards dreaming in a field. So um, so just, just keep it. I will be able to uh, deliver what we originally listed and all that. And I also can just start dreaming about shit. But that's, that's what we're going to deliver. Now, let me show you something that we never even told you about that is now, um, you know, not quite ready to go. No, it's ready to go. We're going live. We're going live. It's called Ladle TV. And it's not in any way in competition unauthorized. It's not subscriber at all. The intention is to, ha to have a place where you guys can upload stuff that's more gravy oriented and not super, you know, it it's not to the standard of Bertaria Times app. Uh, but anyway, here's the promo. I've been keeping this uh, on the down low for a year. If anybody touches a hair on Toronto Dewberry's beautiful head, they got to answer to me. Energetic pulse. Like you said, a portal is opening. That's how I see it. Because the mind sponsors the body. It's not the body sponsoring the mind. Yeah, I got to start it again. It wasn't working. Here we go. Let's watch it again. If anybody touches a hair on Toronto Dewberry's beautiful head, they got to answer to me. Energetic pulse. Like you said, a portal is opening. That's how I see it. Because the mind sponsors the body. It's not the body sponsoring the mind. Pro777radio.com. Go to the top of Hollis Mountain in the world and it's frozen. Pit Fall is trying to convince a child that they have two daddies. The words carry a lot. So be very careful how you use them. Put the bike back. Carl Brown don't take no shit from no young blood. <laughs> With all due respect, Captain. Fucking burn him. We need to find Vince. Now put on the fucking map. Oh, how dare you. I'm not here alone. I'm here to take your wife and your home. I'm to the top. Must be nice to climb the top of a fucking tree. All right, so let's check out Ladle.tv. All right, so here we go. So, um, yeah, we're curating content in one place, as you can see here. So here we have all this stuff. We have authors. We have blogs. I wanted it to be a kind of replacement for Instagram in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, we have basic infrastructure for people to post videos themselves. We're Unbearables Media. Only one person was posting stuff. Ladle.tv will allow creators to post their own content 
And right now we're utilizing Gab and BitChute video players. We do have a bunch of developments we want to roll out once we find a way of funding it. We're not doing a monthly thing. It's not competition at all to unauthorized. It's a place where creators in the bear community will have an ability to uh, sign in, post, comment, share, you know, kind of like uh, what we use Instagram for, except, you know, except um, you know, like way better. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm still getting my bearing. I just got done doing a pretty intense workout. So, and we also want a place where creators can receive donations themselves. And so, yeah, ladle.tv, we've been working on it for over a year, but the thing we face is we don't have outside funding because we're not the devil and we don't go into debt. So I'm always having to find people that I deeply trust are very competent and are willing to put in a lot of work for no money. And that's why it takes so much time in the movie industry. They would say you have money, time and quality pick two, you know? And so that's pretty much what we're doing. And so I wanted to, uh, to talk about that a little today, just because I know I was a little dark and bummed out yesterday. Seriously, good sight, BB. Thanks. And thanks to all the people that, that have been working on it so hard for so long. And, you know, it's still in its infancy, but the whole point of it is to have uh, creators, authors, people like you guys to be able to post things that are that wouldn't be appropriate for Bertaria Times. You know, that's completely clean. Um, but it's not a paywall. It's just kind of like, uh, uh, we're still trying to figure it out as we're going. The site loads really fast. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's, uh, and we've done it all just ourselves without any, uh, without any, um, way to make money on it or anything. We just want it to operate, you know, and you can, you can donate on there, but if you're, if you're feeling donate -y, I would just just keep going with uh, Bertaria Campgrounds because, you know, we have a lot more to go and it's going to be awesome. And I want to tell you a story a little bit about the Ursa Rio thing because I've learned more. I had a dinner last night with some friends. One's in politics. Another one is, you know, they're just in all kinds of different, different uh, walks of life. And it turns out Boundary County, where we did Ursa Rio, I actually have a little bit of sympathy for some of the neighbors, and I'll tell you why. You know how they were like nuts? How we're doing a simple campground in North Idaho, and they painted me like, uh, like I was some kind of, you know, extremist paramilitary compound, like psychopath. You guys know? And it turns out I figured out why just based on a variety of events, one of our close family friends is from a compound. And it turns out they have a really, really bad problem up there with actual compounds. Not a comedian looking for a place to have a campground. Uh, there's this guy, and we know one of his brides, like one of his former brides, and this guy was nuts. His name is Warren Jeffs. Have you guys looked into any of this shit? So there, there's less than 20,000 total people in Boundary County. Like we couldn't have picked a worse county to do a fun compound thing in. 
because they're dealing with actual compounds all the time, like child brides and fucking like right now, this dude, Warren Jeffs from prison, who's doing two life sentences for uh, sexual assault on a minor is telling his followers that they can't have relations with their wives. It's only the elders that get their wives like horrible shit. Warren Jeffs is a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of those type of dudes are like that county has severe trauma around actual compounds and actual cults. Understand there's less than 20,000 total people there. The percentage of people actually in compound cults there is nuts. And so the gamma trolls and the NGOs and stuff like that had an ability of painting me in a picture that did trigger them in a way that wouldn't have happened in other counties. And so, because, you know, it's infuriating for me. It's one of the reasons I was getting kind of bummed out. I didn't want to complain about it, but the zoning board just refuses to respond to my lawyer. So I had an, uh, one of my other friends who's a lawyer is now going to look into it too. And it's pretty frustrating, but when you realize what county I'm dealing with, it actually makes sense. Like they're really traumatized by, um, by actual cult leaders. You know, we joke about how uh, I'm a cult leader or like not a cult or any of that stuff, but these dudes are actual cult leaders. And so they're terrified of more cults and compounds coming in. The fact I'm literally a comedian who likes to be alone a lot. Uh, that makes so much more sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. It makes total sense. And uh, I find that interesting. Is Odyssey down? Looks like it. I moved to UA. Yeah, and don't forget about unauthorized, guys. Because unauthorized is where it's at. Uh, let me just show you guys again. I know I gave you a tour yesterday. But I think the future is going to be all about small paywalls. Nothing, you know, nothing too crazy. But where is this one second? I don't know. Something's going on with OBS. I have to like. Sorry, guys. Unauthorized. And I got a lot to cover today. So you're in for a ride. Sorry again about yesterday. Okay, so unauthorized.tv. This is where you want to subscribe to get my content. And it's also where you can get the dark stream. I can't reiterate enough how awesome Vox's uh, uh, weekly meme reviews are, where he analyzes the rhetoric and the uh, dialectic and the art of memes. It's so fascinating. And so, yeah, you have all this content here. And then you can always go to Info Galactic, which is a great, which is a great, um, solution to Wikipedia. And the free sites are great and all, but the more desperate economically the quote unquote West is going to get, the more it's going to resemble Soviet Russia. And that's another reason I was a little, I, I wanted the world to change. And I, that causes great psychic pain. And so I'm not going to do that anymore. Rumble works good. Now, let, let me see if Kyington's uh, talking to me. I obviously don't want to talk about it in the live chat. Um, one second. Of course, Kyington's not updating. Why would he? He's probably uh, gambling. Jeff's is in jail for rape forever. Yeah, and so that 
county deals with those type of people all the time. So a, a very close friend of ours was in Jeff's um, compound. And I know I've talked in the past about how polygamy isn't immoral because technically it's not. I do believe logically, logically speaking, the only argument for consent is marriage. Okay. You can also logically argue that if a man can provide for more than one woman, there's biblical foundation to it, blah, 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 blah. But that world is ripe for abuse. There's no system that will eliminate human evil. And so these type of people that do these like child brides and baby factories and, you know, abuse and a 60 year old man with a 14 year old girl, you know, cranking out kids and, and now the elders have the ability to procreate with it. Like that's fucking disgusting. You know, I have no interest in ever having multiple wives or anything like that. I'm just like logically kind of autistic Kyneton is busy getting a time machine to go back in time to set up a situation where if one of the spots BB live streams goes down, they can seamlessly hop to others working fine. Thank you, Kyneton. I'm thinking of naming it Liberty Links. Yeah, I know. I know you're, I know it can be annoying, Cod. I get it. Cod works really hard so that the people that complain are just obviously just retarded, but it's all right. I'm going to be a lot nicer to my listeners. I was such a dick to Hardwood Bear yesterday. I know it was funny. But he turned out to be a good guy. A. Graham admitted he was drunk. So uh, he can go fuck himself. But he's going to stay sober. Isn't that right, Graham? But yeah, it's like when people are like Odyssey down, anyone else, then fucking go to another site or subscribe to Unauthorized and stop being a cheap fuck. You know, it's like this is a private chat. If you're allowed in here, just at least think a little bit about the rules and how, you know, what, what would be good for the group. What passes for marriage today is not what the Bible intended for us. They share a little resemblance. Yeah, yeah, but also these cult compound situations are hell on earth. Like one of our close family friends was put in a situation where she wasn't allowed. She was in isolation for two years. These people suck. And so to have someone that does a lot of jokes about compounds and being a cult leader and stuff, I get why they overreacted to me. And of course they overreacted, like in a ridiculous way. But I will give them some amnesty. Not some of the, some of the neighbors went way too far. And I, you know, it's not like I'm going to do anything to them, but I'm not going to uh, forgive. Uh, but I do get why the community as a whole is like, we can't do any more compounds. It was never a compound, guys. It was never... Uh, you know, anything like that. You guys know that, but I can see how the townspeople might have freaked out. I get it. All right. Would you guys just like to see some funny stuff here? This is absolute proof that evolution is fake. There's absolutely no argument whatsoever that a goat would evolve this way. It's clearly God being funny. Watch. They just fall over. How's this? They just faint. They just. So, um, Darwin, Hawking, Dawking, Dawkins. How on earth are you going to justify that that was uh, from natural selection? That that was, that over millions of years, the goat that fucking fell down 
and passed out when it got remotely scared was the one who got to procreate. Watch this again. This, this proves beyond all shadow of a doubt that, that goats were made with a comedic vibe because this is just to entertain you. There's no natural reason for this whatsoever. And there they go. And down they go. And down they go. Okay, good times. So that's proof. That's all the proof you'll ever need. This made me laugh. This dude won his uh, Andrew Tate for Halloween and his chick was dying laughing. I like your Andrew Tate costume. Don't fucking talk to me, idiot. What color is your Bergotti anyway? Not the posse. Dude, Andrew Day is such a retard. Like, watch, this is so true. I like your Andrew Tate costume. Don't fucking talk to me, idiot. <laughs> what color is your Bergotti anyway? <laughs> not the, the pot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's funny, right? Don't fucking talk to me, idiot. He, dude, he nailed it. I like your Andrew Tate costume. Don't fucking talk to me, idiot. <laughs> what color is your Bergotti anyway? Not the, not the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andrew Tate sucks. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's see. This is great. When your normie friend asks you why Joe Biden, a Catholic, has a personal rabbi. Here we go. Son, you know, once you start, there's no going back. I know. This means total commitment. Once you begin the path, there is no leaving the path. Are you sure you're ready for that? I mean, really ready? I guess so. Neat. <laughs> so great. I love that. All right. <clears throat> Gavin and Ryan dressed up as Paul Pelosi and his gay lover for Halloween. That's, that's, that's your right wing, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. Let's see what my commentary was on it. That's, uh, that's so stupid, guys. Oh, I didn't put commentary on that one. Uh, so Gavin McGinnis is owning the left by doing a homosexual act in public with his little buddy there, covered with the scribbles of tattoos all over his body, after he faked an FBI raid. I mean, it's just so weak. Okay, here's a super chat. Do we only have one super chat, Kyneton? How dare you? Oh, Agram, I didn't call you gay. I said not speaking on yay at all anymore comes across as fake and gay. Don't care about private texts. I'm mostly retarded, though, so I get it. I owe you loads. For all you've done, best stream around. Take it easy and God bless. Canadian Bacon Bear. Thank you, Canadian Bacon Bear, also known as Agram. Uh, I get it. No, I also had a great interaction with uh, Hardwood Bear, which makes me think, and I know the Gamazole, oh, I, how dare you, which makes me think it was me being very agitated yesterday because neither one of you turned out to be a Gamma. Uh, you both were very reasonable. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm fine that we got to walk away with some great insult comedy. 
But both of you guys, your reactions made me think that I was, uh, I overreacted. All right. Do we still want Ryan after this? No, no, no. We're not going to get monkeypox. Gavin, or Ryan is just way too far gone at this point. This is uh, the meme that I believe won the meme review. Normal, healthy people going through the triangle. It says being molested as a child and then out comes the rainbow. And I also want to talk about homeschooling. I want to give a shout out to Brett Pike. ClassicalLearner.com. Brett Pike, founder of ClassicalLearner.com, launches new YouTube channel. We just uh, talked about that at TheBertariTimes.com. It's all about supporting what you like. You can't change the world, right? So we got to work on it ourselves. I was having a great conversation yesterday with uh, a few homeschool families that were all in the same curriculum. And that curriculum teaches um, globe earth and planets and bullshit. And me and Amy had a really good conversation about it because part of us wants to do the purity thing and be like, no, 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 it's biblical earth, you know, but we're not going to teach our children lies. But we really like this curriculum because in the beginning, they make you sign a thing saying you're not going to bicker about the curriculum, which is great. Because as someone who runs a, not runs, but as someone at the focal point of a community, the bickering never ends unless you just start laying down the banhammer. So the curriculum already says marriage is a man and a woman. There's only two genders, blah, blah, blah. All this stuff that really matters to us. But this, the universe, the spinning ball, the planets, it's actually a great opportunity to teach our children about critical thinking. You could argue that it's destructive, in a sense, not destructive. You're not arming your children as well if they if you don't teach them how to figure out for yourself what's true. Like if you say, okay, we're, we're only going to have teachers that everything they teach is true. You know, I think teaching your kids how to discern and to say, you're a lot of people think this. Do you think this? Because your mom and I. We have a different view and it's okay that they think that and you don't have to make a big deal out of it and you don't have to change other people. You know, the, the theme of this week for me is it's all about what's inside me and what I can control. There's always going to be unlimited people that disagree or they see the world differently or anything like that. And the purity spiral of, oh, we can only have a curriculum that teaches biblical earth, realm earth, you know, no lies for our children. No, that's not the way the world works. And also, that also, I don't know what the world is. I don't know what the earth is. I don't have like a, I don't have a model to say, no, it's this one. What I can show is, well, let's try and figure out if it's a spinning ball. You can teach critical thinking skills about the globe. Okay, Andrew, let's do a critical thinking listening skill right now. Listen to what I'm saying and don't just react. Sound good, Andrew? There's always going to be a time when someone else disagrees with you. You're never, ever going to find an institution where everything you believe matches with that institution, whether it's the courts, the police, the government, school, medical, the grocery store. I know Andrew's a special boy and only wants the grocery store to sell exactly what he eats because mommy 
made sure Andrew only got what he... I want to teach my kids that when you go into a grocery store, it's up to you to pick and choose what you want to eat. Andrew, I'm not teaching my children that the globe is real. I'm teaching my children that it's up to them to decide what they believe and that their outside stimulus is not always going to match what they believe and that's okay because you're never ever. One of the reasons I think that the institutions are all breaking down is because people with their hyper manicured, hyper individualized internet experience are now starting to think that the institutions have to match that. That if they don't believe that XYZ should be illegal, then, you know, it's no longer illegal. No, it's all about dealing with the collective consciousness, right? Um, all right. The real shape of the world is the lies, lives you've touched along the way. Yeah, and also just the, the ability to say other people don't necessarily agree with how I view the world. And that's okay. The rest of the curriculum is really great. And it's a great way to socialize your kids, all that stuff. Our children know what the world believes and we have turned the globe into an investigation in class. Perfect. So far, we haven't found any proof of curvature and all three of my kids believe it's flat. Yeah. And teach people why a lot of people prefer the globe model because they want completion. If the earth is a globe, every square mile has been mapped. This is the psychology behind it, in my opinion. If the earth is not a globe, then there's a lot of mystery out there. If the earth is actually what it's described in the Bible, then that means that the rest of the Bible may also be true. And that terrifies people who openly and with pride engage in a lot of sin. Our community teacher tried to teach planets by talking about all the atmosphere on each planet. I felt like saying, wasn't day two atmosphere singular? Wasn't day two atmosphere singular? I don't know what that means, but I, I get what. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's nonsense. But, but, but I just thought this would be an interesting thing to talk about where it's like, I'm not going to be able to control what, what goes to my kids. I can keep them away from trauma. I can, well, you know, inflicted trauma, not natural trauma, but I can, it'd be one thing if I wouldn't, if I taught at home everything they said at school, even though I know something else exists, that is lying to your kids. But being a part of an institution where you don't always agree with what the collective agrees and someone like me, and I know a lot of you guys are so ahead of collective consciousness that you're either always going to be frustrated and always pissed off or you can teach your kids and, and really focus yourself on it's up to you to make your decisions. The grocery store is always going to sell poison. Every school is going to teach something you don't agree with. Every Bible group or church is going to disagree on theology. It's never going to stop. And so how do you react to that? That's, that's, that's the key because I am coming out of a kind of a down cycle where I was getting sad and it was because the world wasn't acting the way I wanted it to. And I really think that that's a, a and that's a, uh, a source of, um, of pain and it's a source of, and not good pain, a source of like, it's demonic in a sense. 
because we aren't given, we're given our own free will. We're not given the free will of others. My background disagrees with itself. There's no way out. Kidding, of course. Yeah, and change. And so the key to, like, that's just what I want to talk about a little bit today is, is the importance of, and Andrew, I know I'm being a little aggressive. I'm still coming out of my dark period. All right. I'm, I, I don't want to have to apologize again tomorrow to Andrew. Like, I know I'm being a little um, sensitive to, other, I, I'm being a little contradictory as we speak, where Andrew just pissed me off. I get it. There's going to be retarded people in the world. There's going to be dumb fucking retards like Andrew. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, easier to put on shoes rather than pave the world. That's right. Be careful how you tell uh, your kids the TV is lying. It can freak them out or not. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because a lot of truthers traumatize the shit out of their kids. They're like, everything's a lie. These people are all sheep, blah, blah, blah. That's horrible parenting, in my opinion. With Globe Earth, there's still the rest of the universe to explore if you can get through the Van Allen belt. Uh, that's an interesting point. But they make it so far away that you're never going to be able to explore it. And it's infinitely expanding. And the nearest star is three light years or whatever. It, it makes it like, oh, yeah, there's unlimited places that you can never possibly go. Whereas if you realize it's not a spinning ball, there's actually an infinite amount of other land potentially. But I'm just talking about how to interact with your kids. You know, if you isolate your kids and tell them that the rest of the world is scary and full of lies and that they hate them, it's gonna make them a little freaked out and it's gonna keep their cortisol up and all that. And so I, the purity spirals, I think, are not good for kids in my opinion. Rumble Rants, they made a doc so that guy and the compound keep sweet, pray, and obey. Yeah, and so that's like a way for me to help out, because I've been really angry about how Boundary County has handled me and Ursa Rio. And it's put an extra amount of pressure on the Ozarks project because I need to fulfill this now, God willing. And uh, I just to keep my reputation and to follow it through and... The amount of obstacles we've had for the Ursa Rio, it, it should have been much simpler how the zoning commission has legitimately persecuted us and won't respond to our lawyers for months and months and months. And so coming out of this phase I was in where I was starting to get mad, you know, I'm like, why can't, why are people such fucking assholes? There's a reason. And it's, and it all relates to these memes and stuff like, Normal, healthy people, molest as a child, out comes the rainbow. Normal, healthy county, 30 years of cults and compounds, out comes cult compound paranoia. I didn't have to choose Boundary County. I made a mistake. I didn't research enough. I thought that North Idaho would be a place that, that would accept compound type behavior. And it's exactly the opposite. It's it's like the most repellent to it of anywhere I've ever lived. Los Angeles, you could have an easier time getting land and having like uh, what we we're planning for Ursa Rio than here because the amount of abuse, the amount of pain that's come from this shit here is nuts. This is great, Cypher Bear. I try to teach my son to spot lies, narratives, and programming. When he was young, it was all about how to ask questions. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
and not to just label everyone else as bad or sheeple or liars. That's, that, that's what I'm working on as a parent because of course I had a feeling. And the reason I'm talking about this is because I had personal growth thinking about this because I, I first said to Amy, well, then we shouldn't let our kids be in that part of the school. And she was like, yeah, but we can't really do that. It's kind of like, it's just little portions all day. They'll just reference the universe. And, and I was like, huh, so do we just do this ourselves? And she's like, no, because I teach them how to discern. And she gave me such a good argument for that, that I went with it. I'm like, yeah, that's a great point because I naturally do have the purity instinct where I'm like, okay, then we're not ever having our kids around that, but it's like, okay, so what are we going to do? We're going to protect them for life. We're going to keep them from any idea from getting through that we don't approve of what's going to happen when they have to be confronted with ideas that are wrong, or there are people that are lying to them, you know, are they going to be afraid? Are they going to be super vulnerable to it? And, uh, and I definitely see the goodness of being in a community, in a, uh, a homeschooling community where you're like, listen, there's no arguing about the curriculum. Because when you're dealing with highly opinionated homeschooling families, that fight would never end. The whole thing would be conflict. And that's when institutions really collapse is when, you know, when, when everything is a fight to get what you need them to do versus when you have the home front and you can learn something at school and then at home teach that that's what some people believe. And, you know, I used to want to be a paleontologist. I could name 50 dinosaurs. I used to like be obsessed with astronomy. It's okay. You learn, you know, and, and so to teach discernment, I think is really good. I've been learning similar lessons in church life. Yeah, yeah. It's the same with churches, but the churches around here, man, I just can't go with Zionism. I think it's way too close to uh, Satanism. So I, I've thought about this a lot. I'm like, can I just deal with a church with the Israeli flag and you know, and all the funding, you know, you do these, these bake sales and you give all the money to uh, a country that I know literally is the most pedophiles per capita in the world. I'm not going to do that, you know, but I get it. Like every church, if you're disagreeing about interpretations or stuff like that, then fine. But I'm just not down with Zionism. I just, uh, and I think a lot of it's innocent. I think a lot of the Zionists around here, because there's such a heavy Zionist influence on churches in this area. Like every one of them's like, you know, he who blesses Israel blesses is blessed by God and all this nonsense. And I'm like, I went to a church once with a Navy SEAL and they were going on and on about terrorism and all this shit. And he's like, he was like giggling. He's like, this is all bullshit. And so that's how they don't keep their flock. That's why my friend, the Navy SEAL, is now looking for answers from a shaman in Africa because those churches were so full of shit. And it's like, yeah, there's a thin gay line. Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, schools for me, like it would we would pull our kids out of any institution or program that put a mask on them or told them that their skin is bad or that gender doesn't exist or, or I mean, uh, gender is a choice and all that shit. 
But the fact is, most people believe that we're on a spinning ball and there's a universe. And I know it contradicts the Bible. And I don't like to put, I don't like to put contradictory thoughts in my kids' heads because I think it, it creates, uh, it's like mind control. But at the same time, life does that all the time. And I'd much rather teach them how to discern and to be okay with other people's disagreements. I love faith, but ritual makes me uncomfortable. Uh, I'm actually not against ritual. Every morning I do the same exact thing and I really like it. It makes me feel good. <laughs> you know, I, I don't need to make those fires every day. Every day I split wood, I start a fire. Every morning, even if it's like 80 degrees outside, I was all about every morning I start a fire. You know, every morning I feed the animals in a certain order and then I do this in a certain order. And I actually like ritual. I don't like ritual that seems a little creepy, obviously, but... I'm not against ritual at all. Absolutely love my church, but flat earth is nothing. And that's okay because that's not, there's no hate in being a globe earther. There's no Satanism. I think I personally believe that it's a mind control technique and it's a way to get people to contradict their own beliefs, yada, yada. But I don't think that a, a typical globe earther or universe person is, is evil. Like, I don't think that there's a strong, I think that if people are teaching that little five-year-olds can be little five-year-old boys can be girls, I think that's objectively evil. But having a disagreement in the, cos the shape and cosmology of the earth is, uh, it, I, I think it's fairly trivial. And I think that if you do actually try to prove the, the curve or actually sit down with people in these in these professions that, that everyone claims they have to factor in a spin and a curve and you realize that none of them do, there's no, there's no instrumentation in the world from snipers or any of those, or pilots or any of these people to calculate any movement or curve. There's no engineers that calculate it on giant bridges, nothing. And that's interesting, but it's not evil to not know that. And I don't know what the earth is, so I don't really feel um, entitled to take on that. Even I don't even want to argue with people about it because they're like, yeah, then what is it? I'm like, I don't know. And then they're like, okay. All right, let's move on. So there's that. I hope you guys are enjoying today. This is great. This is, this is great advice that Mike Tyson gives here. Iron Mike. Best three years of my life in prison. Wow. Yeah, that's that's interesting for you to say that, bro, because you had millions. I have peace, though. Over the $30 million for one fight? Jay-Z's lying. Hey, listen, can I tell you something? That doesn't mean nothing when you don't have your peace. Your stability, your balance. You don't give for, we don't even want it. You want to give it to somebody else. You need your sanity to, to dictate any part of life. Because, you know, God, I always tell people... God punish you by giving you everything you want. See if you can handle it. Right. I had Isn't that awesome? The best three years of his life were in prison. Because it was like he had... Talk about ritual. Lack of ritual, lack of purpose, being so overwhelmed by stimulation can make people go completely nuts. That's why prison was supposed to be a blessing. It was supposed to be like a detox from sin. Prison wasn't supposed to be this modern slave state that we have now where it's like, 
you know, it's a way to get labor and to exploit taxes and all that. It was supposed to be like, you're, you're full of demons. You need to be isolated. And, um, and that's why it's like prison can do a lot of good for people that are in that state. Like their ego is out of control. Their, their sin is out of control. I'm not talking about like pedos and murderers and shit. Like, you know, I, I'm totally for capital punishment of people that that hurt others. Like they put others into trauma. You, for me, it's sexually is the most is the worst. But you know what I'm saying? Like someone's a like a, a hitman or a murderer. I'm totally down with execution. But you know, thieves and assaults and get, you know people like that. And I know people go, oh yeah, but Tyson was raped. Eh, I mean, his wife was nuts. I'm not, I'm not looking at, I'm looking at him as someone that needed to get out of society for a while. I heard a guy say he missed prison. Yeah, a lot of people miss prison. Yeah, so there's a certain type of person that gets so clouded outside of prison that they want the ritual. They want the, um, you know, the isolation from temptation. I right, hear some super chats and I got some more to talk about. Okay. Mini Bucket says, thanks for the gravy. Hubby and I are having a great time. Awesome. Float Universe. Great stream yesterday. Please never stop. You've helped so many, including myself. No Nut November starts today. And I wish everyone good luck in not looking at pornography and touching themselves. You've been a huge inspiration. Thank you so much for continuing to put on the mask. You are enlightened. Float Bear. Oh, thanks, brother. I, uh, it was funny. Like yesterday, someone was like, well, no one actually did. I made my wife say it. I got I to gotta make sure that this story is accurate. I go, uh, ask me where my costume is. And she's like, where's your costume? I'm like, this is my costume. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't go as anything for Halloween. I think it's dumb. But my kids got to be Spider-Man, a ninja, and a squid. And I will not apologize to the people saying, Piggin, Piggin. Look at this beautiful day we had yesterday. So this is just my family going trick-or-treating on a nice wide neighborhood where everyone's having a good time. We got a ninja, Spider-Man, a squid, and kind of like a pirate lady and a little duck. All right. It's part of, it's part of our society. I can see gravels all over the place with Halloween. It's like, a, a way to scare people and trauma. It's also fucking Halloween. Like, who cares? You know, the, uh, the constant purity spiral, I, I'm just, I'm so done with it. I'm like, it's about our internal world. How do we approach Halloween? Do we like blood and bones and shit? Or are we just going to be a, a funny thing to do that kids can look forward to at the end of October? That's it. That's how I view it. And I won't apologize <laughs> all right. Dead Pap says, with all due respect, Cap'n, I caught the deadly COVID-19. I done sweated it out in two days faster than my last deep cover operation. I can't come back for five days. Despicable Cap'n. The company needs me. Thank you. Friendly Bear. BB, I forgot how screwed up the rest of the world outside the U.S. is. Canada's deported rollerblading accident uh, minimizers. Austria jailed a parody artist, Mr. Bond, for 10 years for writing naughty lyrics. His art pointed out the hypocrisy of rap. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the U.S. is getting very Soviet. 
<clears throat> and I don't think it's about being sent to prison or uh, any of that shit. I'm not worried about any of that. It's just the acceptance of lies and the how they're trying to get everybody to publicly flagellate themselves and whenever anyone tells the truth. I just, it's just so, it's just so Soviet. It's so, uh, I mean, this isn't new. This isn't a new thing. And just to watch it happen to America, and I know it's been happening for a long time, but I'm not a boomer. I'm not like, goddamn communists. The boomers are inverted. You know, it's like they're, they're, the, the student debt crisis is so hypocritical and so gross. Well, you pay back your loan. An 18-year-old is lied. I was with someone yesterday, one of my friend's wives who worked at a college, uh, administrating and guiding people when it comes to their finances. And she was like, it's so bad, the advice they give people. Like, I could tell it really bothered her. She was like, they just keep getting everyone to go into debt. A lot of these people don't even finish their degree because the degrees are useless. They can't make, make the money to pay it back with the degree. And then there's interest on it and they can't file bankruptcy. Like one of these piece of shit baby boomers can buy a yacht and not be able to pay it off and then just declare bankruptcy and it's over. Student debt, you cannot declare bankruptcy on. It'll follow you the rest of your life. And when these stupid, idiotic baby boomers went to college, college was like 500 bucks a semester. Now it's 30,000. And then on top of that is interest. And on top of that is no career that is benefited at all from your degree. And on top of that, the things you're taught are mindless, deceptive, contradictory, self-hating bullshit. That's inversion. That's communism. Like that's the... The communism that the baby boomers are always freaking out about, they are it because it's spiritual. It's about your ideology. Like, are you, are you inverted? Like, are you going to, oh, we had grit. All these participation trophies. You were their dads. You're the one who did the, so they're blaming the kids that did the participation trophies when it wasn't up to the kids. It was their parents. Like they're blaming their own children for their own failures. And the financial shit is, and that's why I've always been in, on any level pro uh, forgiveness of, of loans for student loans. Because everybody who takes out student loans does so because they think they're going to have a good future and they definitely aren't with that degree. And it's so economically not, oh, well, you decide, you, you did it. An 18-year-old, 17-year-old, leaving high school where every person in their life is like, you have to go to college. How are they supposed to pay 40 grand a year, 30 grand a year to go to a college? They're literally teenagers. So they get these loans and then there's no job that can pay it back. And they're taught self-hating gibberish and fed drugs and booze and sex. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Meanwhile, any asshole with a credit card can just not pay it now. It's like, oh, I don't have the money. Well, can you do half? The baby boomer's like, I have grit. I went to the moon. It's like you're inverted. You're enslaving your own kids. And you think it's like that you're being responsible by saying, oh, no, they have to pay it back. Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Those kids aren't going to buy into your stupid American dream of home ownership, 
And uh, even though no one actually owns a home, because you still have to pay uh, land uh, property tax, which are which just keep going up. And uh, and to have a family where a woman can stay home with the kids, and with this crushing debt, like this crushing debt that these kids have, there's no way out. They have to work at Starbucks, and or they work for one of these SJW companies. And they have to lie to get enough money to pay back the fucking debt that their parents told them to get into in the first place. Meanwhile, those same parents are telling them that it's their fault that they don't have grit. Well, you took out the loans. about personal accountability. It's like, you're so fucking disgusting. And it's so inverted. It's so inverted, man. And just to see like Joe Biden said that there's 54 states this week. And I don't follow politics at all, but it's just so humiliating that I've had to really focus on what I can control. And then I have all these plans to like build stuff. Like I just showed you little TV and all that, but we won't get into the debt cycle. Like right now, one of my friends is facing uh, a situation because of his success. It's like he has this wildly successful company. Everyone's ordering his product. So he has to expand with like more uh, machines to make his product. And to do that, he would have to go into debt and he has a hard time finding laborers. And you see how it all happens. The system is set up in this demonic way where, you know, that's why what we're doing here, I'm, I am proud of it. I am happy with what we're doing and I'm going to focus on our wins. I can't heal the world. I can't fix anything, but it's like, you have to bear with us that like, I know a lot of people freaked out on me about Ursa Rio, but we shot two documentaries there. We had many awesome events and we will in the future if we want to stick with that area. Now that I know about the crazy compound situation they have in that area, you know, we'll all talk about it. I'll talk to the donors about it and whatnot. But, uh, but you have to understand we're unfunded. I'm not a rich person at all. Like I don't have much money. We don't have banks. We don't have debt. We don't have outside funding. And so it's way harder to succeed in that realm. I mean, and we're doing, I think, a pretty damn good job. Um, but we have so much work to do. It's like all these industries are set up to put people in debt and bring in migrants. It's like every industry. And I'm not trying to be a buzzkill. It's just, I'm just letting you know that that's been frustrating me. And the, like, it's been frustrating me to have these, these big ideas and to see how funding in America works and all that. And I won't take debt. I won't take outside funding. Like, I am a stubborn dude. Um, yeah, they'll always lend into growth, then call it the loans when it flattens toll trap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nuts. It, it makes, farming has these problems too. You know, you start, there's this huge demand for food. People go into debt for these huge machines. They're crushing. As soon as the demand lays off, like with a natural cycle, the, there is a business cycle that people are now refusing to acknowledge. Um, then you're trapped. And that's when they become these zombies. Don't sell it until the yoga mats move in. Yeah, I don't want to sell it because I don't want to. Uh, it's just so beautiful. And we put in so much work there. And I, I, I still see the great vision for uh, Ursa Rio. I mean... Um, you know, I mean, the Ozark one, I think has a much stronger future because it's bigger. It's more centrally located, 
the area, the locals are very supportive of us uh, and all that stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I just want to tell you guys the story about our surreal and why people went so nuts on me up there. Because when things make sense, it's not as frustrating to me. And it, it, because before I'm like, people are being just absolutely crazy. And now I get it. it it's, it's a uniquely horrible place for people that are told that there's a compound or a cult moving in. Okay, let's uh, keep going here. I'm behind on streams. Just listen to 1483. Awesome piano playing dude. Spilling the bean stuff is hilarious. Sorry I can't catch all the streams, so missed my letter. This is Eastbound Bear. Just hoping I was able to be verified as EBB. Yeah, welcome Eastbound Bear. And you enjoy the CDs. Thank you, BB and the Bears. Crush on. Thank you, brother. Sunshine Bear. Hey, BB. Tip for the Bard King. I listened to your stream from yesterday, and I've also been dealing with existential crisis recently. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's the constant humiliation as an American now. Um, but that's okay. It's good. It's good for your ego. You are not, you're, you know, you're, what they do, you have no control over. And watching the quote unquote dissident right wing mind, mime sodomy sex to own the left. And then when I make fun of it, I'm then called the gay one is infuriating. But am I just going to be infuriated? Am I going to turn into Boomer 2.0 and just be like, back in my day, the dissident right wing who claimed to be traditional Christians didn't mind fuck a half Asian on their censored TV. And then everyone claims you're the gay one for thinking it's weird. I'm like, okay, so I'm, I, I, I'm just going to make fun of it to give people a relief. But uh, I'm not, I, don't, I don't need anyone else to change. I have no control over that. I have no control over this humiliation economically, politically. To see Joe Biden, he doesn't know how many states there are. And that's okay. That's, this is all for good. You know, it's all God's plan. It's, something good will come from it. People will hopefully break away from idolizing politicians. And then people go, oh yeah, Trump will save us. It's like the, little, the orange guy? The guy that is still bragging about the vaccine that's killed millions of people? No, there's no, there's no external peace anymore. There, there isn't any. And, and, Mike, and there, might, there probably never was. Mike Tyson's right. When he's like, I had peace in prison. It's like, it's always been like this, you know? And I, cause I don't want the youth to think that they're just entering a worse realm than we all had. It isn't. You go back and watch the eighties rock stars. They're a bunch of trannies wearing lipstick, pour some sugar on me. Look what the cat dragged in, you know, uh, there were just these big hair metal. They called it hair metal. No, it was tranny metal. They were they were literally dressed as female prostitutes. And there's always been abuse. There's always been evil. And right now there's a lot of opportunity if you don't enter that realm of darkness that I was dealing with in the last few days. Uh, Rockfin says, Owen oh, Benjamin received a tip. Oh, thank you, Rockfin. Thank you. I guess that's okay with Martin from Rockfin. Number one enemy of a business is extreme rapid growth. 
Yeah, that's why I'm not looking for celebrity endorsements or anything for Bertari. But at the same time, we have to raise money to accomplish anything. So, you know, BertariaCampgrounds.com or P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 838864. But we're, we're doing really well. And Amy and I had a great conversation about that yesterday. If I don't appreciate this time, when my sons are young, you know, our businesses are, are doing well. Um, I love what I do for a living. I live in a beautiful place. Like, then I'm an asshole. It's on me. It's my own internal problem. It really is. There's no one to blame. I'm not going to make the president smarter. Like, that's just, that, that's mega egomaniac shit. And I was, I was slowly drifting into that realm. But, you know, ladle.tv, that's exciting. Unauthorized is exciting. Bertari Times app is exciting. You know, we are building and we are doing it without debt and without influence, which is great. And so am I going to be mad that we also don't control the steel industry and we, we don't have to make, you know, weapons of war? You know, it's like, what am I thinking? I can't control anybody else. This is not, this is only my story. And I apologize to the chat because I've been a little ornery lately because uh, I have been in this zone where I feel like I'm losing control because the world's getting so crazy to me that I kind of been flipping out on people that have been pissing me off. And I'm going to work on that. I really am. I know it's funny, but yesterday I was a little pissed off at people. And, uh, you know, it's not good. Hardwood Bear was right. It's not good for me. To, uh, to just constantly be pissed off at Canadians and gays. Yeah, people get molested. They think they're fucking gay. They relive their trauma. They get some rollerblades. They don't need some baby boomer 2.0 to just be like, back in my day, everyone wasn't flaming gay. And they're like, well, you know, I was molested and showed porn since I was three. I'm like, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> like, what do I do? Sorry to hear that. Back in my day, everyone wasn't fucking molested in, by, by the television screen with pornography. It's like, oh, you want to go rollerblading? No! Kevin says, hey, BB, it's been a while. Been super busy with work, uh, which I can thank you for your influence. I've gotten completely over Grabware football as well. I think it's time to have Grab uh, Gardner back on the stream. God bless you and your family and all the bears that enrich this community. Onward to the great build. Thank you, brother. I just heard what Gardner said about keep going with grab or football. He's right. I know it blows, but you're vital to the awakening hour. Well, the key is I can enjoy grab or football if I have absolutely no interest in other people changing. And I'm constantly talking about productive, useful things. Like I know, um, you know, I'm not an expert at homeschooling or I'm not an expert in nutrition or whatever else I'm talking about. But every stream, I'm going to intentionally make sure I give people helpful advice or my perspective on things that are just productive and not about grabware football. And then I can also make fun of, you know, grabware football as long as I, uh, as long as I don't need them to change because it was causing me a lot of um, not good pain, not productive pain, like absence of God pain, like satanic pain. And I know a lot of you guys have experienced it too, where you're like, why won't they change? And I know better. I know better, but I still forget it. 
And then I started getting arrogant about my own accomplishments because I'm like, why can't more people be like me? If everyone was like me, they're like, what does that even mean? Like, that's, that's a retarded thing to say. I'm, uh, I've been very humbled this week and I'm just grateful that I get to do this for a living as long as I'm allowed to do this. You know, not that I, I need to be allowed, but right now things are going really well. We're still a lot, you know, we're still a lot on the internet. Um, the food's growing, the cows are chewing, the kids are smiling and what the hell else? I, I am not. I have no, cause it's, it's satanic to need control over other people. Um, and it's not you guys. I want control for me. It's like the humiliation of macro economics and macro politics has been driving me nuts. And I don't even have TV. I don't even watch Netflix. And it still has been like, what are they, you know? And, uh, I'm not God. I didn't create it. I don't, you only control what you create. And so um, I'm just going to keep focusing on that. So thanks for bearing with me. And again, I know I've been too aggressive with the chat. It's, some, it's, it's, I, it's something I have to work on. Even Andrew, what did I call him? Like a bitch or something already today? It's like I've just been so intolerant of people saying things that I think are stupid. I say things that are stupid all the time and people tolerate me. I say nonsensically retarded things all the I say like too much. I swear too much. I know. I know. I know I'm a fucking hypocrite. I just said fuck again. All right. I'm not going to focus. I'm not just going to do that. I'm going to I'm going to just keep crushing. All right. Nathaniel says, "You're hilarious and inspiring." Hardwood Bear said some snarky things in the chat. Your reply was great. Are you on top of a mountain and in a diaper? NATO Bear. Yeah, I should, you know, if I was to, I don't regret anything, but learning from that, I should have given him some burns and moved on. I didn't need to yell at him for 10 minutes. You know, like the, are you on top of a mountain wearing a diaper was plenty. It's all about, you know, it's all about quantity I, I have to deal with. It's not, it's not the funny attacks. It's like, do I have to just hammer it for an hour? You know, <laughs> Like, why do I do that? Jesse says, tip for the piano man, your Hitler translation roasting Jim Bob had me laughing so hard and I almost crashed my car. Well, I'm glad you didn't crash your car. Gravy Bear, BB, forgive me. I had sinful thoughts about driving on a scenic road in a red Miata paying the gay away just in time. I'm glad you paid that gay away because that's, that's, that's the first step to being a full-blown homosexual. Janice says, when you thought that your contribution to the well-being of the ever-expanding bear community was losing its relevancy, I thought, well, damn, where do I go now? Thank God for guys like Gardner who lent a hand when you hit a wall. Love from Night Sky Bear. Yeah, and a lot of you guys gave me good insights. I don't mind discussing hard times I'm going through or problems because I'm not going to go anywhere, guys. I'm not, I'm not going to bail on any of you. I'm committed now for... I, to the point where I'm now committed to this Ozarks thing for years. You know, we, we can buy the first chunk now, but if we have to keep going for years now. So that's my level of commitment. I now have a financial obligation to do that. Like, I can't bail now. And so, um, and so but I, that's how much I believe in you guys, too. All right. 
Um, Adam not Adam Bear says had to pay my gay away for enjoying the Graham roast as much as I did. No, that one was great. It was Hardwood Bear I went I went too hard on. The Graham roast was uh because I could tell he was like sloppy and he needed to be corrected. But um, you know, the Hardwood Bear roast, I think I was just it, at one point I was just doing it to make myself feel better. Um yeah. Sends a queer message to the community, pure hilarity from the last great comic. Yeah, I know. That's another reason I've been I've been bummed out. I'm like, where the hell are the comedians? I'll tell you where they are. They're they're in people, they're they're all over the place. They're just not in the pipeline. The pipeline's Soviet now, and it's done. It's done. You know, it's just so far gone that I don't need them to change. They're only uh, ensuring their own defeat. And over time, we will just continue to prosper. I ha that's the only winning attitude in this situation because, I mean, good Lord, things are nuts. That whole vaccine thing and then seeing how no one can even talk about it now. It's so Soviet, man. We're like minutes away from everyone having to applaud for Joe Biden for 20 minutes and the first one who stops isn't allowed to be on the internet. The good news is I don't foresee any gulags or executions or uh, you know being snatched in the night to go to prison. I see it as, and this way is more effective, which is crazy, but I see it as loss of um, digital social existence and digital fin uh, financial comforts. And uh, yeah, that's where I see it, which is great news for me because I don't want to go to a gulag and I know I can survive regardless. But it's, it's so dumb. It's just so dumb and low and sneaky. And it's because the truth our, our system is so defunct at this point that the truth is their greatest liability. And so when you're on that path, there's the only way it's going is collapse. Now, what is that collapse going to look like? Is it, is it going to look like uh, England using, losing India, which was a win-win? Is it going to look like, you know, out of the... Just we're, we're just going to slowly grow something healthier as the other thing uh, devolves. Great. We slowly get more local. Great. But it also could just be absolutely horrifying. Um, but I'm confident that if we stay on our path, it'll be fine for us. And if it's not, it's not. I don't deserve a good death. It's like... Uh, I'm excited about the challenge. I mean, living in interesting times is a, a gift and a curse, and mostly a gift. A lot of people were born, they lived, and they died, and they never got to see behind the curtain like we are now. And behind the curtain is a variety of things. It's, it's, it's inspiring, it's horrifying, it's jarring, it's disorienting, it's beautiful. Um, there's no question for the existence of God anymore. When in easier times, it's so much easier to lose the connection to God, your creator, because life is so fake but stable. 
it's like this this artificial stability that can trick you into not seeing the absolute existence of God that these days is is right there. All right, I hope this is making sense. All right. Uh, paying the gay away for dressing like a skunk with my kid. Hey, BB, the point of raising our kids in the current uh, reminds me of the movie Blast from the Past with Christopher Walken and Brendan Fraser. Yeah, totally. Long story short, best thing the mom and dad was was to raise their son with morality. Exactly. You can't control the outside world. And those moral qualities will translate no matter how fucked up the world gets. Dead Pap, last message in Skagnetti voice. Have you, hope you have a blessed day. Thanks for the laughs. They're great for healing. <laughs> Alice says, BB, thanks for the great stream. Gravy, Sweden has the largest model of the solar system in the world. The center is a big arena called the Ericsson Globe, representing the sun. Ericsson's are the guys who own the communication grid. Yeah, the Ericsson's have more power than the Rothschilds. And it's okay to be over the Jews. And kind of feel bad for them a little. I mean, they're just so backed into a corner at this point. The grabbler is such a better concept because some of the most powerful grabblers, I, the Ericsons, the, those guys are above the Rothschilds. Absolutely. They have their, their crows. You know, the, uh, or the, is it ravens or crows? The uh, Odin's, Odin's ravens. That's, I think they own the internet, but who knows? Who cares? Doesn't BlackRock own them all? BlackRock's a corporation. It's all about families. It doesn't matter. Let's just continue. Okay, like this made me laugh. The Atlantic said, let's declare a pandemic amnesty. Good. We need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark about COVID, says a bitch. Named Emily Oster. Uh, no. Let's forgive each other. I have nothing to be forgiven for. You people said that anti-vax people should be in a, a prison camp. So no, we're not cool. It's like that scene from Pulp Fiction. It's like, I'm pretty far from being okay. Listen, I'm not holding resentment. Like I don't think about Emily Oster, but I'll never, I'm never forgiving that. I mean, on a spiritual level, I do. You know, I, you can, I forgive everybody. But on a practical level, no, there's no going back from what I saw during COVID um, at all. Like, I know exactly where they want to put me. I know exactly how absolutely brain dead they are. And I know how many bodies are piling up. And the world slowly grew to hate the gamma. Look at this interaction. My now 38-year-old husband was just told by his cardiologist that his benign myocarditis reaction from Moderna C19 vaccine is now a chronic heart condition. 20% chance of living the next nine years doubled his colchicine. The gamma pops in. Look at that fucking soy face. Would, would him receiving COVID and spreading the disease be a better alternative? And she said he still got COVID, moron. It's like, there's no forgiving and no forgetting. It's like the amount of death that came from innocent people trying to do what was right. And they pulled out every gaslight, every trick, every empathy trap. Oh, you hate your grandmother. Oh, you hate Jesus. Oh, you, you're, you're going to get people killed. Oh, why can't you just be, have love? Why are you full of hate? Oh, if you don't do this, you'll lose your job. Oh, if you don't, no, 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 no. Fuck 
All of them. And they still are like, well, let's all just agree to disagree. No, no, no. There's no agreeing to disagree. That's way gone. Would you like to see what I have in common with Muhammad Ali? It says, I have to beat the guy who stole my bike. That's a famous quote from Muhammad Ali. Yeah, it all started with one stolen bike, and he beat the world into submission. He's very inspiring to me. No one's had their bike stolen more than blacks. But the whites who get their bike stolen from blacks also have an issue. Heart failure is like, term- is like a terminal cancer. Yeah, I got kicked out of my church for not wearing a mask, and it sent me spiraling. I get it, dude. I- I'm just coming out of a spiral. My spirals, fortunately, as a 42-year-old father of four, farmer, are very manageable. You know, I still am doing all my chores. I'm still playing with my kids. I don't take it out of my wife. I'm just, like, sad and distant. <laughs> and, like, I just feel this, like, emptiness. And I'm, I'm feeling better because I did, I did realize that it was about me wanting to control other people. And I don't have that right. Um... You know, it's all good. Probably wasn't his bike anyway. That's exactly the right attitude, Stuntman Bear. Never forget. Never. <laughs> um, oh, this is, this is a good idea. Um, if you, yeah, my buddy's giving good advice. If you complain how easy the younger generation has it, and one second. Um, if you complain how easy the younger generation has it, then you never wanted to make the world a better place. Exactly. Uh, encourage that all bears have a little black book, phone numbers and addresses. Um, we will get internet proof if needed. Yeah. I, I think things, you know, just seeing the desperation of, uh, you know, just seeing the desperation of what's happening in the macroeconomics and macro politics, just really start now. And I don't think it's today or tomorrow, but really start now physically keeping uh, contact with the people you care about. And because uh, the enemy, it's not like, oh, if I give a bear my address. No, if you know each other, he's, they're, they're, you want that. You want that uh, connection. And keep it in the real world. Keep it out off digital and digital, you know, but it's, I just think that's a good idea. All right. Ottawa has upped immigration target to 500,000 per year deal year. No big deal. 2% increase annually. Get the fuck out and make some babies. Canada. Well, it's all about labor. It's all economic. And, you know, I know it's, it's easy to just say, oh, they want to replace us. Oh, it's the great. It's about labor. It's about, they want cheap labor. A good chunk of my ancestry came to America as white Mexicans, basically. They were uh, the Irish. And they came here to dig canals and mine and do all this shit. And all the, the posterity were not happy about it. And I'm, I'm 
you know, my family had, we also have some posterity line and then we have at least three different immigrant groups and I'm not justifying mass immigration. I think it's horrible for uh, nations, local populations, all that, but our financial system is driving the, the desire for cheap labor and that's it. And it, I don't think it's as personal as some people think it is. All right, no more money bear says, hello, BB, happy. I will say this. I know it's easy to think it's about destroying the nation because a lot of migrants these days aren't even working. They just get on welfare and they commit crimes. That's not the, the goal, though. That's, that's just watching things fall apart. Mass migration is typically about um, labor. It's a, that's why like most of Canadian trucking is done by Pakistanis and Indians. That's one thing I pointed out at the beginning of the honk if you're horny, you know, Canada trucker um, revolt is most truckers are, are not white. And so all the truckers they were sh showing with like playing those sappy ass songs and all that total nonsense. <clears throat> They're all from back and the Pakistanis don't revolt. They don't. They're just happy to be here. I guess my friend, I will drive the truck, my friend. Meanwhile, you got everyone playing the guitar and it was just all so dumb. It's all right. It's funny and I don't need them to change. All right, let me, and I also, someone remind me that my buddy wrote a great, he's a coach and he wrote a great thing that I, I want to read. No more money bear says, hello, BB, happy Mars day. Glad to see you pulling out of your funky mood, but it gave you new perspective from, yeah, I'm not against it. It's like winter. There's obviously a need for winter, even though it like nothing grows and it like sucks. <laughs> I, I embrace it, man. I do. That's why I share it. I'm not ashamed of it. Everyone goes through it. All right. Um, hence the grabber football revelation. Also, I guess I shall request to be officially verified as no more money bear. Welcome. No more money bear. Woodshot Bear, missed the past few streams, but your IG stream the other night was great. Mocking for the sake of mocking only lowers the entire vibe. Yes. Using it as a tool to genuinely help others is great. Yes. There is a role for it. I am great at it. I did it too much yesterday. I was doing it to feel good, which is weak. You know, if I was to do it again to Hardwood Bear, it would have been, are you on top of a mountain wearing a diaper? How long is the nose you're looking down at me? I, like just a couple hits and then out. I was like, you fucking hardwood bear. I wasn't mad though, but getting into that confrontational comedy vibe um, just felt good to me. And that is low vibratory. Like the funniest part is hard. I proved hardwood bear right by the end of my rant because I was lowering myself by doing it too much. <laughs> There's times that, that going a long time on the same joke is funny because it's almost a challenge to see how many ad libs you can do on the same topic. But I was actually, I was actually doing it to feel good. I was being very selfish. Always from a place of love, though, not anger. Yeah, I wasn't angry. It was a place I was almost acting like an addict. Where it was like I was just getting dopamine from mocking. And uh, and that's not good. It wasn't anger, though. I never felt anger towards uh, Hardwood Bear or a Graham. I just 
felt pleasure beating on them, <laughs> which is bad, but it, you know, I'll say it out loud. A lot of people don't say this shit out loud. So this ride has been so incredible and I'm excited to see all the revelations to come. Thank you, Woodshot Bear. Yeah, same. Float Universe. Just finished yesterday's stream. Extremely hilarious. So hilarious that I had to tip you again. Thanks for everything you do. You are enlightened. Oh, and by the way, I love it when you're angry. Keep going. I'm the most low vibrational person ever. Flipper. It's actually high vibrational to admit you're low vibrational. <laughs> I think self-awareness is high vibrational. So what if someone's like, listen, I like getting in a pigsty and, and getting in fistfights and muck. Because part of me is, I do like low. I like seeing, like if I was a fighter, I, I would probably like just bare knuckle fighting. I don't know. Who knows? Frank says, hey, Owen, just a tip. For the constant inspiration and entertainment, I would like to be re-verified as Big Five Bear. Welcome, Big Five Bear. I was formerly Forefather Bear, but we added a fifth cub to the clan. That's great. Also, I work for the corporate office of the sporting goods place you patronize. Nice. I actually have a friend who knows the owner quite well. There's a bunch of daughters. I guess they're cool, but um, I did not like the way I was treated in Big Five when it came to the mask. I had threw a scene. I wanted Big Five to change. When in fact, they were providing me with sporting goods that I couldn't make myself. The good old days of bannings. I'll always ban. <laughs> you need a bit of both. Yeah, it's like saying, and that was from Anchor Bear. It's, it, musicians know it's all about both. I do comedy a lot like I do music, where it's about arpeggios and crescendos and decrescendos and and amplitude and going up and down and hard and soft. It's like that change up is rhetorically very powerful. That being said, I did do it to feel better. And that's a little, that's like I was being kind of a dick. All right. Music needs the tension and release. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to go low vibration forever. But not as like a coping mechanism for my own sadness. All right. Dear Big Bear, I've never written a letter to someone I don't know. I'm just a big fan of your streams. I've been writing and rewriting this letter in my head for some time. Only just now to realize all the quips, jokes, revelations, and gravy I wanted to write you were not meant to be just a letter to Owen, but were also a conversation with God. After obsessing over your comment during an extremely trying year and meditating, letting go of all my extreme faults as a man... Now I think I can write a proper letter, share a story without being too indulgent, spread some gravy and super chat because I owe the Owen for real. I would love to write to you someday about the Bible, Old Earth, Qigong meditation and the electric symbolic current in the earth and in heaven. My favorite story is of a morning vision I had where I drank coffee with Jesus and slayed a dragon with my dead brother. It was hilarious and epic as it sounds. Anyway, I hope you're having a good day, man. Thanks for reading this letter. P.S. I humbly ask to be verified as Song Slayer Bear. Welcome, Song Slayer Bear. I like writing pop country songs because I'm gay. Obviously, sarcasm. No, but seriously, I love songwriting. I have my day job as a commercial residential painter, but I will write catchy pop tunes for the rest of my life. Amazing. We'd love to hear them. Yeah, send them our way. Why didn't they laugh at gmail.com? Cheers, or wherever Coddington is. It's actually more accurate. Like, if you DM him on Gab or wherever the hell he's working, he always checks everything, I think. 
Um, cheers, BB, and thank you for all that you do. Sincerely, Spike the Song Slayer. Awesome. Yeah, I'm pumped to hear your songs, man. Having a day job and, and pursuing art, I think, is a great balance. All right, let's continue. You don't inspire others to be lower in vibration. You just dip your toe in the dark gravy so we know how we're to avoid it. Thanks, Kale Bear. Thank you. That's how I feel. I just also know that I was going too far, and I, I just do, I did owe Hardwood Bear an apology. This is one Utah Goldback. Hmm. Oh, in recent times, we have seen the degradation of art. I always likened our current time to that of the French Revolution, where ideas of the Enlightenment were first taken to their reducto ad absurdum extremes. But one thing I noticed is that as bad as the French Revolution was, it didn't have the rejection of beauty on the same level as we see today. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's bad, man. Societally, and I don't, I'm just tipping my toe in this so that we can, you know, heal and grow and all that good stuff, but the embracing of ugly is so fucked up now. And uh, just keep creating, keep, uh, keep making the good, the, be the, uh, the good, the true, the beautiful. That's all we can control. But it is a wild time to see people embrace and exalt ugly and wicked and sick. You know, there's uh, one reason why the Jays are going to have such a hard time is because of the hypocrisy. And, and they're, they, it's not, they, they don't mind hypocrisy. That's part of their religion. Hand to God it is. It's, they, they, with, when you believe that you are a different, that you are a chosen group, you don't feel you have to, on any level, uh, follow the same rules as everyone else. So you're, by definition, a hypocrite, and you see nothing wrong with it. You know, like all these, someone sent me a meme, and, uh, and it's all these quotes from Jewish pornographers. And I'll just read one of them and tell you why people are so mad. It's not the quote. It's their intolerance to other people doing the same against them or against ugly. This is by Al Goldstein from Screw Magazine, one of the biggest pornographers, you know, normalizing smut in America. He said, the reason Jews are in porno is because we think Jesus sucks. It's a famous quote from him. Jews love getting white girls to do sick shit on screens. They say this shit publicly. So the minute you say anything about them, they recoil in squealing pain. And it's like, dude, if you think you get to say that, that's, that's fine. I'm not going to make you love Jesus. I'm not going to make you see the world differently. But you're damn well not going to judge me for saying what I think. Because what you're saying is sick. And that's why I know the Jews are set up for, uh, as the fall guys. I mean, they, they literally brag about destroying your nation and your culture. And they, and they use the word Jews all the time. They're like... Us Jews love making porno. And then if you look at all the porn industry, you know, it's like, and then they go, oh, no, but it's not, it's, 
It's not all, it's just individuals. Okay, man. Thankfully for my day job is making art. Yeah. Like to, they, this group of people, these Zionists, these say these, these people, and a lot of it has to do with Judaism and the Talmud. It does. And as the, although I love a lot of Jewish people as individuals, the overall ideology does excuse this type of behavior. And when you're publicly saying shit like that, where it's like Jews love porn because we think Jesus sucks, like the most famous Jewish pornographer in the world, and the, and the churches all stay silent because they're getting the free money from the Fed, that's ugly, dude. And, and out of that is going to come, and I'm not saying to hurt these people or that they, they even, I, I'm going to stop them from saying that. Um, Torah Jews too? Yeah, because Torah Jews, although, you know, a lot of them are really good people, a lot of them are honest people, fundamentally, they rejected Jesus's new covenant. Like, he didn't come to change the law, he came to fulfill it. But when he said that everybody has to follow the same laws of God and the Pharisee doesn't have power over two or more gathering in his name, two or three gathering in his name, that, that's what they rejected. When people say, oh, you got, don't reject Jesus. They rejected Jesus. What is it about Jesus that they rejected? It was that there is no priest class. That we're all uh, sons and daughters of God. And they were like, no. Jesus was a criminal. He staged a revolt. The Pharisee still has all the power. You know, rules for thee, not for me. That's the fundamental difference between actual Jews and actual Christians. And it's, it's really coming to a head because people are starting to see, and it's not just Jews, it's grabbers. Cause I, some of the, and I'm not saying this to get any points with the ADL, obviously, but you know, Jews as a people with individuals and families and all that are not your enemy. Your battle is not flesh and blood, but the ideology of like, you know, only through the Pharisee can you get to God. And, the, and a lot of the churches do the same shit. It's not, it's not just Jews, but it's like, uh, that's really coming, that's really coming to a head. Jesus said, you don't need a blue check mark. They don't, they didn't like that. Right, right. It's that hierarchy, that special boy mentality. And it always fails. It always fails. The ADL doesn't defend Jews, it defends grabbers. Exactly, Austin. That's why the term grabbers is, is important because Al Goldstein is not following the Torah. Al Goldstein is not, a, he doesn't love beauty or God. He's a satanic grabbler. And so they're going to pull the name Jews into it. I mean, I have theological disagreements with Jews, but I don't think they're fundamentally evil. Um, I think the Zionistic, satanic, you know, like what Vox says, I'm not anti-Semitic, I'm anti-Satanic. I've kind of embraced anti-Semitism as a funny label just because the Semites are Arabs. It literally doesn't make any sense. Most Jews I know that are not my family do not follow the rules. Yeah, well, that's where chutzpah and cunning comes in, where they're like, they'll, they'll, they'll act like being having cunning and chutzpah is a good thing, which means you're fundamentally lying to people. Um, you know, let me check in with God. People are now complaining. 
uh, unauthorized is having problems. I, I think the whole internet is going to start having real problems. That's why, um, uh, what's you, a, you, a, you know, and it's just a breakdown of institutions. Is the stream over? Nothing on UA. Eh, well, you know, that's why we constantly tell people libertylinks.io slash Owen Benjamin live. You can always find another place where you see me. And I, I, I don't know how many times we're going to have to say that, but we're just going to keep UA Lost Connection stream on it. April, if only we have instructed people what to do, right? And I'll just be totally chill. I know that no matter how many times I say that, people aren't going to do it. Kyneton works really hard. Kyneton works really hard to, uh, to set up these systems. So when one goes down, just go to the next one, right? It's all good. All right. Um, I recently went through an art gallery and many of the paintings from the time period are quite beautiful and skillfully created. This could be survivor bias, but from what I've seen, this rejection of beauty hasn't been seen on this level in modern times. So since 1648, at least. Um, still live here. Thanks, Scott. No need to discuss in the chat. God, they always will, though. They always will. Like, we have to understand that people will always do that. Like, no matter how many times you say, go to libertylinks.io slash Owen Benjamin Live and just go to the next one, we'll fix it. They're like, no, no, UA isn't working for me right now. There's no, like, we, we literally yell at them and they still do it. There's no way to, so we just have to accept that. You know, we just have to accept that. That's what, that's what people do. Like, good people, good bears, people that think they're doing good. We're like, yeah, don't discuss that in the chat. Cod's producing. Just go to the next link. They're like, no, but right, I just, it just happened to me though. Me, but what about me? And you're like, holy shit. There's just no, you could ban everyone that says UA TV. No, but there's a lot of good people. They're just like retarded. There's like a retardation effect. They're like, no, no, but I know more though. But I know more though. Personally, I've removed racist, anti-Semitic, and Nazi from my vocabulary. I'm almost to the point of telling people not to use those words with me. That's interesting move, North Wing Bear. Maybe I'll start doing that. That's a good idea. Or if I'm like, I don't accept the word Jew. <laughs> no, no ban hammer. This is a community. People don't get banned. I'm not going to purity spiral. You know, it's just a basic lack of ability to follow rules. And I think it's part of the, the times we live in. People are like, no, but me though. I am having a hard time on my internet uh, experience. I have on my three pornos going and they've all been perfectly manicured to exactly what gives my penis engorgement. All right. There could be other times that maybe it's Cod's fault. Maybe the Liberty Link sucks. I've never even been to it. Um, maybe Kyneton's just doing a twisted sadism that I don't realize. He's just trying to gaslight everybody. Um, but I, but I, I've been guilty of this. Thought I was helping. I know. Me, me too. I, dude, I get it. Like, okay, here's, I'll, I'll relate. So we're all, we all get it. We all get that we all have problems. Amy tells me not to let George on the couch. 
And I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. And then George goes on the couch. I'm like, oh, he's sleeping. She's probably told me that 10 times. And I'm like, no, I, I know better. But see, the thing is, is then when George comes back in the house in the winter, uh, he's going to try and get on our furniture and get everything covered in, head, or in, in hair. And Amy's going to get upset. So she's right. But I'm like, but I, but I like to have George on the couch. Yeah, I'm, I'm, she has a great point and I just won't accept it. I get it. I get it. All right. You have discussed 1880s Russia and I'm wondering if this might be a better parallel to the current times. Yeah, it's, it's not French Revolution. It's 1880s Russia. <laughs> All right. Uh, white people love their dirty ass dog and their beds or couch as earth diesel. Yeah, well, black people don't know how to make plumbing though so they throw their dookie at each other over mild disagreements and now i'm done you see i dip low to get a nice to get a nice hit you know i'll do an insult i'll do an insult uh and then i'm out i'm not just gonna hammer the blacks for an hour coddington said i fixed unauthorized if that's your preference you can go back now thank you coddington you're doing a great job and you've earned every half of every super chat today and Earth Diesel is like, listen, white people. And, oh, I'm about to start diving in. No, I'm moving on. I already did the joke. White people let the dirty ass dog on their, on their furniture. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Do you really want to open up who's cleaner? I mean, I'm in. My buddy just got back from Sierra Leone, if you ever want to talk about it. Okay, no, I'm moving on. I just found it interesting that despite the assumed rejection of logos in the French Revolution and general debasement, it appears through our art that society is farther past this level of degradation than I had originally thought. I thought we we're on our way to the level of debasement. Instead, it appears we are five miles past it. Interesting. Um... UATV is working. I'm just going to start saying when it works. It works every day. It'll go through a period of like 30 seconds not being there. And if you simultaneously need to have the most, the most banned comedian, you love watching the most offensive comedian in the world, but can't go 30 seconds without your live streaming, guys, I think 2024 is going to be pretty hard on you. Okay. It reminds me of something Vox said once about the materialistic not being able to see beauty. Personally, I miss how old European aristocrats would flex on each other with beautiful art and estates that have stood the test of time. Now people spend tons of money on things that are gaudy and it is simply supposed to impress because it costs lots of money. Clothing lines like Gucci and such stand out most in my mind for this. There's no sense of value, only price. Yeah, that's why I don't like uh, fashion at all. I like the Warren Buffett quote on this. Price is what you pay. Value is what you get. Oh, that's amazing. It's amazing. Um, to that end, I enjoy being a part of the Bears as the price to value proposition is off the charts. Thank you very much. We're all growing today, myself included. Maybe Graham was right, says Ricky. Who the hell self-identifies as Ricky? Are you a 13-year-old with Down syndrome taking a shit in a urinal? Ricky! 
My name is Ricky. Your name is Richard or Rick? My name is Ricky. Okay, and now I'm done. You see, I did a funny joke. Everyone's laughing. Now I'm not just going to fucking sit around and make fun of Ricky for hours. But, but if your name's Richard, why would you say your name's Ricky? Dick is weird, like you're a pervert. Ricky means you're a 12-year-old with, with severe retardation taking a shit in a urinal in an elementary school. My name is Ricky! My favorite color, purple! Okay, and now I'm out. I did my job. I don't have to do it for hours. Some final notes. The first Bertari National Festival was a blast, and it was great to meet all the bears, indeed. And just for those of you that are joining late, I'm not guaranteeing a Smurf village with domes. We're already tackling something really intense with just crowdfunding enough to buy the land. So expect that the next Bertari National Festival, we will have maybe an updated barn, the cabin, and a lot of camping. And uh, uh, more people, allegedly. And a really awesome festival with like tents and stuff. I am absolutely not committing to a Smurf village. We don't have the money. I was getting a little panicky yesterday as everybody's just drawing circle after circle right now. I mean, we're, we're, we're just on track to potentially be able to buy all the land. I don't like overpromising, so that's it. Maybe I think the bigger the character is who is being annoying, the bigger his mocking is deserved. For example, you can go to Denmark Bear for an hour straight. Yeah, yeah, because we know each other and it's fun. But I don't know Ricky, so I'm not just, yeah, you're right. You know, if someone's really in the, if, if it's a back and forth and everyone's enjoying themselves, it's better. Other than that, it's just, I'm in and I'm out, right? I'm not just going to sit around and make fun of fucking Ricky. Okay. Rather be Ricky than Dicky, says no to Spare Bear. Well, fortunately, I don't have to choose. Ricky, you shit in a urinal. Yeah. Ricky, you shit in a urinal, and you usually wear your sh shirts backwards, but you don't know they're backwards. They're like, my mom get this shirt at JT Penny. <laughs> I can see your tag, Ricky. Tag! This is a sticker. You can go with Denmark Bear. Yeah. Okay, so anyway. My garden went well this summer, but if, if food shortages do truly set in, there's not going to be food shortages. It's just going to be expensive to get nutrition. My original prediction is held up flawlessly. Um, I might have to subsist solely off pickles as cucumbers are the one thing we can grow without even trying, it seems. Yeah, you, you're, the, the battle is just getting nutrition so you don't get sick. But you're always going to be able to get food. There's never, I don't ever foresee no food in stores or anything. It's just going to be without uh, vitamins and minerals naturally occurring. Okay. Um, I think it would be grand if I could do homesteading for half the year during the summer and engineering the other half during the winter. That sounds beautiful. That sounds very based. I haven't figured out the details yet, but I'm sure I will. Lastly, this yay thing has been super fun to watch. I don't know where it will end up, but I'm enjoying the ride. Thanks for covering it in your hilarious fashion. Thank you for enjoying it. Thanks for not needing more from me. Best regards, Upchuck McGuckbear. P.S. This money inside is a gold back. It is real gold, allegedly. I'm trusting they are not lying about that. That is stamp paper thin to act like cash, but still be physically gold. 
Each note is approximately worth the face value barring fluctuation in fiat pricing. Well, they have options in all the standard notes sizes. Your interest in wanting to pay in different monetary systems made me think this would be far more of use and interest to you than to me. I got this as a gift. I'm in no way associated with the company. Thank you. It was a great gift. I have no idea how I would spend that, though. But it's uh, very interesting. I like it. Some more Super Chats here. Verboten Bear here. Can't remember if I've ever been verified. Welcome. I just want to show some gratitude. I've been working on a real letter, but I haven't finished. Has anyone made a stay calm and keep crushing shirt with a bear on it? That's great. Wanted to throw that out there. If not, I could make one on my t-shirt store. Also, I'm living in your neck of the woods and have a friend who you may know of who would like to take you out to lunch sometime, but I'll have to finish up this letter. Good day, big bear. Yeah, I mean, can you be a little less cryptic? But uh, yeah, if you're in my neck of the woods, that's awesome. Tina Cole says, had to pay the gay away, recently sold our second car to save some money. So I've been driving my husband's F-150 around and started getting the urge to buy some flannel shirts and knickknacks. Oh, Jesus. Were you listening to Sarah McLaughlin? BB, there's this documentary by the late Roger Scruton called Why Beauty Matters. It's made by BBC, but deleted everywhere. It describes why beautiful music, buildings, and art is so important. Yeah, it is important. You know, it is important. It's uh, beauty does matter. It's, uh, I think it's like a form of prayer. All right, this is uh, Rockfin says, I'm on the scaffold laying block laughing hysterically the whole time. Thanks for the comedy and the gravy. Thank you, Bass Beard. It'd be cool to have a big projector and movie night at the campgrounds. Yes. And you guys will be able to enjoy it a lot more than me. You know, I, I decided on committing all this energy and resources to a place 29 hours away from me, but it's because I care about you, the people. And it's going to be great. I'm just not over committing. Smurf Village is a dream. A dream where I will be Gargamel. How funny it would be if we let Dome build his little, uh, or we let Gardner build his little domes, and I just run around with a cat in a big in my grabber mask and I'm Gargamel. That'd be kind of funny for like 20 minutes. Then everyone get mad at me again. Everyone's always mad at me, even Ricky. Uh, you should get a trailer for your cows and bring them. No. Gardner's nickname should be Dome, huh? Well, I've, I've found a great uh, way to deal with the milk stuff. And if I'm gone five days, the milk will still be there. Calves. Like when they have a calf, I can miss a day and they're fine. They, they just, they're just calf mil gets milked. Great. You should get a trailer for your... Oh, I already read that. Dear Owen, I've handwritten you a couple letters previously, but I'm tapping out on this one. I've been following... The, no, I like, I like uh, printed. It's good. I've been following the Big Bear since I discovered you on YouTube, talking to a little demon who looked like a small animated toe. My last letter covered my dad's passing, my experience with COVID, and my doctor, who was killed rushing a gunman at the, his church. Before I get into the topic of this letter, I want to thank you for countless hours of entertainment, but more importantly, the priceless knowledge and advice you give out freely. I've benefited from it to say the least. 
Hopefully this letter will give back in some way to the bear community. Now is a good time to talk about Elliott waves and why a deflationary depression is likely. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot to write to uneducated economists. I'll do that today. I really want to do a live stream with him. He's great. And I will do one with Alex Stein. I just, I just, you know, I mean, the guy, Gavin is literally doing sketches like he's a gay man having sex with a man. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying not to be judgy or wanting anyone to change. So I'm just going to point it out. So you're not the only one who finds that weird. Okay. The patterns he discerned are repetitive in form, but not necessarily in time and amplitude. He also observed these patterns linked together to form larger versions of themselves and how they link to form the same pattern for the next larger size and so on. Ooh, sounds like someone's a fractal autist. He called this phenomenon the wave principle. Elliott waves basically form a robust fractal pattern. As you have talked about many times, fractals are found everywhere in nature. Yeah, and in behavior. Um, another interesting aspect of Elliott waves is that their time and amplitude ratios often form the magic Fibonacci ratio of pi or phi. Phi is also found everywhere in nature from human DNA ratios to the ratio of the snail shells. If anyone is interested to learn more, the official Elliott wave web address is elliottwave.com. I think that's where numerology can come in. I think that seeing numbers in places, I don't think, I think it's usually not intentional. I think when people behave in a certain way, numbers start emerging. Um, yeah, good gravy there. So what does the stock market and Elliott Wave have to do with the current state of the economy? The stock market is basically a reflection of social mood and happens in real time and is the reason the stock market always predicts the economy months ahead of the curve. Yeah, and it also represents sin in a certain way too. Uh, I'm not mad. It's just hilarious when you do go in on a topic. I don't even remember what you were talking about, Ricky. I, I'm sure you're not mad. And because if you actually are retarded, you'd probably just be happy someone said your name. You'd be like, I'm Ricky. Uh, all right. Anyway, when people are positive, they can instantly invest in the market with a click of a button. The Elliott wave people are predicting a deflationary depression, which that is one degree higher than the Great Depression of 29. This means that if their prediction comes true, the depression will have all aspects of 29 and more due to the higher fractal level. The main cause of the depression is due to the grappled monetary system combined with social mood. Yeah. Social mood is the driver of Elliott waves and the reason why they adhere to a natural fractal order. I personally believe this comes from God. Yes. The grappled monetary system is the main reason why this collapse will be so severe. As you talk about, most money is actually credit. No, all, all money is credit. There are very few real dollars in the system compared... Actually, no, you're right. There's like a trillion real dollars. <laughs> um, there are very few real dollars in the system compared to the amount of credit and debt. For this discussion, let's pretend that paper money has value. The Federal Reserve can create money out of nothing. However, this is very relative to the amount of credit fractional reserve banking or the banks can create. Yeah, the best way for the layman to understand is you're going to a coat check and they've given out a thousand tickets for the same coat. 
And so there's all these people that believe they have a coat in the coat check, but they don't. They have one thousandth of a coat. Now, the actual numbers are way crazier than that. Okay. Um, and they're promised a full coat. <laughs> Sorry for laughing. The Federal Reserve can create money out of nothing. However, this is tiny relative to the amount of credit fractional reserve banking can create. Yes, exactly. Most people think it's the Fed and the government. It's like nothing compared to all debt. That's why they want every kid to have a college debt. They make that money out of nothing. It did not exist. They don't borrow it from anywhere. You know, when you buy a home, all the mortgage is, they just take it out of nothing. That's where all the money is created. Thousands of trillions of dollars in, in, uh, from fractional reserve banking. All right. Um, I'll go over an example, which you have also talked about. For simplicity, let's say that the banks have to keep 10% of their deposits in reserve. The reserve number now is zero, so theoretically they can create an infinite amount of money, yes. In my example, when you deposit $100, the bank can lend out 90. The bank gives you a deposit slip, which is basically an IOU saying they will pay you back. In your mind, you have $100, and in the bank's mind, they have $100, but in reality, the bank only has $10 because they loaned out the rest and you have $0 until the bank uh, pays the IOU, right? Now, if you carry this forward, like example, like I'll just read yours. Now, if you carry this forward, the person that got the bank loan for 90 puts the money in another bank. That bank loans out 90%. This process goes on and on, essentially multiplying the credit or so-called money supply by 10 this becomes a nightmare with no reserve requirement. Yeah, and it's even worse than that. It doesn't even require 10%. Now let's add social mood to the fractional reserve banking system. During positive social mood, people will take out more loans and the money supply, mainly credit, will expand exponentially. This is completely separate from the Federal Reserve's money creation, which is large, which is large historically, but small in comparison to all the banks out there. We're at the point where the debt can no longer be sustained and serviced due to the historical positive social mood combined with a grappled monetary system. Now imagine this process goes in reverse. Um, imagine this process goes in reverse caused by a transition from positive social mood to negative social mood. Negative social mood will cause people to spend less, become more conservative, and the entire house of cards collapses. Exactly. Without expansion, it all falls apart. Uh, <clears throat> can we have segregation tents at the campground married and or, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, I'm still not guaranteeing any housing. We have to get the land first and I have to pay the taxes on it and we have to continuously fundraise for it. And I don't want to over, uh, promise in any way. So Smurf village is a distant dream. Okay. Anyway, um, Ponzi schemes can only be sustained through more spending. This will look like money evaporating in thin air, but is actually the credit in the system being canceled. Businesses will close with loan defaults, causing job losses, causing more loan defaults, and so on. Yes. The future is always uncertain, but it does look like the game is ending in the near future. The easiest thing people can do with their money during deflation is make sure your savings are in a stable bank or your dollars survive. 
There is FDIC insurance, but insurance only works when few are collecting. If a lot of banks start going under as what can happen in the depression, the FDIC insurance will no longer work. The money that does survive will be worth a lot. But the interesting thing about this letter is me just reading this changes social mood. That's why they're so full of shit now where they're like, Joe Biden is really smart and definitely, you know, sane. Because the minute they acknowledge any of these problems, it's all over. And so that's why I'm like, you know, it's an interesting time. What about a pavilion? Boobani Bear, right now we still have to raise money. And even if you can't afford the full 400 to be a donor and get a ticket, any amount helps at BertariCampgrounds.com. You know, so thank you in advance. And this is going to be years of working to do this. This is the price of not having debt. Um, But it's going to, um, it's going to work out. It's going to work out big. Allegedly. I mean, God willing. Uh, Verboten Bear here again. I've been building domes in Northeast Washington. How do I get in touch with Gardner Bear? Um, Get get in touch with Kyneton. Kyneton will link you two up. Um, All right. Bigger than social mood is workforce size and workforce productivity. That is the ultimate deflationary factor. Yes, Toronto Drew Bear. You know, a lot of our economy is based on mood and perception, when in reality, that shit doesn't even matter that much. Uh, I mean, it does, exactly the way he's describing. But if if you you can print a million dollars and it doesn't change the amount of water in a bucket, there's a, there's a lack of uh, a productivity. Remember in 2020, people today don't freak out like you would think they will. Okay, I'm going to continue. This is, been, this is a great stream, though. I'm really enjoying today. I'm glad I'm getting out of my, my bullshit mood. I'm, I'm a work in progress, guys. So I know, uh, you know, I can overanalyze myself and my behavior, but it's, it's worth it long term. This is usually the nuclear bomb of artificial scarcity. It's the nuclear bomb of all of it. Okay, here's an update. We are at 30% of the total needed, and we have three to five years to pay it, not including taxes. Okay. Because government institutions are like a slow-moving train to react, the Federal Reserve could decide to expand their balance sheets to the moon, but it will be after the deflation has occurred. I use the below service to report on my bank's financial stability. It's... uh, This isn't your bank, right? I'm not... Saying anything, hang on. I used to blow a service to, you can get, okay, yeah, yeah. Verybank.com, V-E-R-I-B-A-N-C.com. For $5, you can get a ranking of your bank. They also have more, eh, I'm not promoting that. I have no idea if that's a scam. So um, I wouldn't give my information to a random site. I mean, this guy sounds great, obviously, but um, it, I'm not, I, I don't recommend paying for an information on a site that I, I, I can't verify any of that. But this dude's crushing now. I'm going to finish the letter. In closing, I believe that overall the coming financial crisis will be a net positive. I agree too. It will bring people and families closer and burn the dead wood, as BB always says. Yes, it has to happen. And 
Uh, it's the reason that so many people are acting insane. And it may be a while, it may be tomorrow, but it's going to be good and we just have to keep on crushing. I'm going to make fun of Grabber football. I'm also going to be uh, productive and focus on the good, true, the beautiful. And that's, that's where we're at. But I'm glad we all had this conversation. You know, and I know I, I freaked out on Ricky a little bit, but there's a lot of bad shit out there that needs to be burned and only exists because of our monetary systems. Yeah, exactly, dude. Porn isn't a sustainable business model. It's all funded by debt. The grabbers know how to use debt to do mind control bullshit. The minute the debt system breaks, you're going to see like internet porn go down a ton. It's not like based in profits. It's based in eyeballs. It's based in perception and degradation. I bet there's very few porn sites that actually make money. It's all about the amount of uh, server shit that they need for HD, millions of hours of hardcore pornos. They're not making that money. What do they do? Are they advertising for L.L. Bean? All right, anyway. Um... Created by the Big Grabble on Jekyll Island. I know the bear community will not only survive, but flourish. Sincerely, Raymond. Yeah, and that's a great point to point out. That not only will we survive, but things will get better for us. All right, let's keep going. Being attacked by BB is a character building activity. It's all good. Yeah, but I have to, I, I can't do it because it feels good for me. Like, because I'm feeling down. What does that say about me? I find it pleasurable to make fun of people for having retarded names. I don't know. I'll have to consult my spiritual advisors. How funny would it be if I just turned the camera and there's like 12 dudes at a table just like advising me spiritually. And they're like, we just talked about it. We think that you have to. <laughs> I'd find that funny and kind of weird, I guess. Oh, look what we got here, guys. Another Joseph Conrad classic. I have so many of these now. Ooh, gravel for my babble. Nice. All right. To Owen, my hope is that this book, uh, something itself on a shelf of nigger books set as a backdrop for live streams. Oh, my God. That'd be great if I was... If I was unofficially sponsored by Joseph Conrad. Oh, and I'm writing for the first time as an unverified bear, as longtime viewer, subscriber, app, UATV, and now Bertaria custodian, my own, and donor, Ozarks. Ooh, so you're very, you're very committed. I hope this letter finds you well, as the inspiration to pen this comes from your recent tragedy with Sophie. Ah. Needless to say, I hope the sharpness of the memory softens and the vividness fades like colors baked in the sun. That's very beautiful. Obviously, thank you. Shit, my name is kind of retarded. Dude, my name was associated with all... You want to you talk about a retarded name in the 90s? Has anyone ever seen Throw Mama from the Train? Owen! Owen loves his mommy! Just watch... Th hang on. Before I read the rest of this letter... Just understand where I'm coming from. I don't care about making fun of people's names because 
My name was a punchline for fucking decades. Watch this. And for some reason, everyone had seen this movie that no one now talks about. And everybody constantly would just scream my own name at me. All right, watch this. Oh, great. Brad Paisley's here to talk about sodomy with a young man. Hey, son. You ever think about rollerblading? Oh, hang on. Sorry, guys. This is insane. Well, I can always trust a black guy. I mean, that guy's definitely not trying to steal from me. Okay, here we go. That's the only Owen in the history of movies up until this point. But you were writing a letter. No, Mama. You were writing to tell them to take me away. You want them to take me away. I'm writing a story for class, Mama. I don't want them to take you away. Yes, you do. Owen loves his Mama. Owen loves his Mama. Owen loves his Mama. Okay, so my childhood was a raging nightmare. Okay, so so Ricky, I think you're okay. My so my entire child was like, Owen, Owen, I did mama, Owen, I did mama. I was the only Owen, the only well, the only white Owen. There's one black Owen, and nobody dared fucking make fun of the black Owen. Oh Jesus! It was like one of the only black guys in the school named Owen, and he was the only other Owen. Owen loved his mama. I love my mama. Owen! Owen! It couldn't have been worse. All right, anyway. So when people are like, oh, how dare you make fun of poor Ricky? Richard? Yeah, Richard. My name might as well have been Dildo. Okay. I hope this letter finds you. All right. Having returned from a journey to our local vet... Mission was to euthanize our girl dog. I happened across your painful stream. You see, that day I had not the strength nor courage to put her down and turn the car around. She lived a life riddled with pain through spinal disease and eventually crippling bone cancer. I tell you this not to relate, but to insist to you how even in your moments of despair, you are helping people. I knew having watched the opening scene of a vid I chose not to finish at the time, my obligation... It was to be strong for everyone else involved. We did the deed and our girl is now free of pain. I would also like to impress upon you the ripples that your experience will have. On your farm with your boys, think of how aware the Smith clan will be of both animals and people around vehicles. Totally. And the further reaching effects of your viewers. We all will be more cautious even when we think we are most aware. That incident alone will leave a generational impression and will save lives. You are a good man, Owen. And guilt does not become good men. Oddly, the pain sometimes 
allows the mind to think with clarity. Now this may have been said elsewhere or here, but the notion hit me regarding the left-right paradigm as I was parsing the femininity of my need to hold on to an ailing dog. I began to think the left is feminine and the right is masculine. I even thought of obvious examples in the animal kingdom of matriarchal and patriarchal groups. Oh, 100%, dude. That's it. When, I, when, uh, when Trump and Hillary were running against each other, my observation was it was the tyrannical feminine against the tyrannical masculine. You know, the golden tower of Babel boy, uh, who's the special boy, and then the tyrannical feminine who wants to smother everyone to death with protection and, and inclusivity until everyone's dead. From the patriarchy, wolf and dog packs come to mind. The males find a dominant order, protect the females and their young, and brutally weed out internal threats. The matriarchal societies weren't as obvious. My thoughts shifted to insects. Think bees and ants. The queens dominate through drones and minions, sending males to die for the nursery or to be used as impregnators. Yeah. Uh, matriarchies are way more uh, brutal. And, like, and, and guess who's matriarchal? Jews. You know, the Jewish bloodline is passed through the mother. And because of that, there's some real darkness there. No offense to Ronald Jew Bear. Obviously, I like you. But uh, yeah, onward. We've seen black women in charge as an example and Jewish women. Yep. And they seem more likely to be driven around and catered to than someone like me, a 47-year-old Southern man. This can be extrapolated to anything from governments to households to determine ideology and power structures. Yeah, 100%. You're right on the money. I also fairly familiar with wordplay, consent, and word magic. When Barack Obama was in office, I began questioning his name. I tried to find translations in Hebrew and even ancient Egyptian. The similar sound reminded me of abracadabra, which is why I followed the linguistic track. Its origins are too a little hokey, but it allegedly means something out of nothing. Yeah, the Federal Reserve might as well be called abracadabra. Our entire monetary system is abracadabra. Barack Obama. Listen, you want some money? We'll make money. Just come in, give me 100, I'll keep 10%. Give you some money, you go get more money. You do that until people are throwing shit at a canvas and calling it art. That said, the closest interpretation I could come up with was bringing down from a higher level. I'm pretty fucking sure Barack Obama is an incantation. Yes. Well, and we just happen to have the sworn enemy of America is Osama bin Laden. Barack Osama, Barack Obama. Yeah, these things are not by accident. I just don't know if humans do it. I think it's on a different realm. I don't, the higher up you look, the more retarded it looks. <laughs> uh, Abracadabra means I create as I speak. I don't remember the show, but there's a line, I hate you, Neil. It's a famous comedy show. Oh. I'm not trying to hassle the black lady bears in this world. I fell for the Zion Don due to his clever wordplay and humor. We all get taken by the marketing from time to time. Totally. Strangely, my motto is make yourself impervious to marketing, yet I believe the hype. That's all for now. Thank you for your awesome streams and more importantly, your camaraderie. I would have felt alone calling people fags when they asked me to put a mask on during the great grabble of 2019, if not for you. I'll send you a gif I made of a dying E.T. eking out faggot in his dying breath. That's hilarious. Please verify me as Johnny Rebbear. Welcome, Johnny Rebbear. 
Carney uh, of the Southern States. Thank you kindly, Johnny Redbear. P.S. A potential synap twist. All of the key players from Helen Keller to Stephen Hawking just had train wreck J. Moms that treated... Yeah, 100%! It's all from the home front. The best Jews I know had good dads. Not a ton of them. Trial Jubert, do you have a good relationship with your dad? Does your dad do something with his hands or at least isn't completely cocked? Persian Jew. Tyler Goldstein's dad worked with his hands. He was like handy with cars and shit. That's way more of a factor than being Jewish when it comes to the quality of their sons. I've seen such a correlation. Another correlation is height. My dad is an engineer. We built our house from scratch. There it is, Persian Jew bear. It's not about being a Jew. It's about, um, does your, is your dad exist in the real world? Like, does he have to interact with reality or is it all just ones and zeros and lies and hiding from your mom so he can beat off? Is he a, a corporate raider who focuses on, I mean, I just, th those dudes, their, their sons have no shot. I mean, everyone has a shot. My dad was great, handy engineer, had his flaws, but was not a typical J dad. I was right. Yeah, yeah. That's the major thing. Because that's what teach the, teaches the young Jewish boy that although your, your religion says you're special and chosen, you're not, though, really. I mean, you still have to, like, work and build stuff. And um, I don't know. It's just you're not living the hypocrisy. So you don't, it doesn't instill it on the kids. And so that's, um, uh, that's, I've noticed that with Jews I get along with. All right. My husband grew up building his home with his, yeah, my dad sucked. <laughs> like, you know, as far as being with his hands or anything, he doesn't know how to do anything. And so I had to like learn it. I have some of that J in me, man. I'm like, I have some of that tendency in me of like, no, actually not really anymore. I mean, I've really beaten it out of myself. Um, I've just become a lot more physical and handy when it, I played football, I played lacrosse, like those things were fundamental to me not becoming a little gamma like my dad. Um, I never believe people would vote for someone with the middle name Hussein after all the BS would now scary Saddam Hussein. Right, right. I think sometimes they do that as a test to see how, like if they really have control over people. I had a based handyman Jew help out this year. I said, you're a little different from the New York Jews I know. Yeah, it's a fundamental difference. That's why Jew isn't the linchpin of the algorithm. It's just so many of them have fallen into this, ironically, materialism, even though they have no interaction with the material world. It's fascinating to see. Anyway, um, J-Moms treated them all like special boys and forced everyone to play along. Einstein was just a retard. A hundred percent, dude. Where they're like... Like all of society is basically now a tyrannical mother being like, just pretend my boy is special. My dad's dad was awful though. See, my dad's dad was awesome. It's in, that's interesting, Toronto Drew Bear. My dad's dad fixed furnaces. Like I'm not from that. I mean, my dad's mother was from a banking family. Horrible, horrible people. Legitimately bad people from what I hear. Greedy, 
rich as hell but didn't share it with anybody. Um, spiteful. But my dad was from a working class Chicago family. Um, I think that's what made him like kind of a dick. Is he? Wa I think he wanted what his his mom had when she was growing up. Because my uncle Jim, my dad's brother, fixed VCRs, was in a country music band, and rode a motorcycle. Like he pretty much patterned off his his dad, and my dad patterned off his mother. I patterned more off my mother, uh, who was like kind of naive and salt of the earth and hard lines in the sand, super stubborn. You know, like my behavior is much more like my mom than it is my dad. What is this? The wise man, what is this? I'm supposed to open this? Foundation cigars. There's a seal on this. Do I open it? I'll read the note first. Can read on or off stream. The platinum is, oh nice, thank you. I'll keep that in mind here. How do I open this box? I thought these were actual cigars. I'm just really curious to see what's going on in this. Hang on a second, guys. Pattern off is great terminology. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. down wax seals are cool letter in the cigar bear has been super chatting for my cigars it's my form of meditation and something to do while enjoying nature the wise man are these your cigars and letter in the cigar box bear has been super chatting for my cigars it's my form of meditation do you sell cigars yeah let me uh write this down Piece of silver, man, you're the fucking best. Look at that. It's from Canada. Huh. You don't say. Yes, there are some good Canadians. What a legend. I never understood why people smoke cigars. I do until it was ruined for me by uh, by Dennis Prager and Stephen Crowder. Before that, I had no problem with cigar smoking. Like, I got it. I was like, oh, there's like art to it. It's like smelling wine. It's like relaxing. And then it was like, there's something about um, some other bears can come up with this. It's a long one, but you did just, you did just really hook me up with a, a good donation to Bertaria. So let's dive in. Is no, is, um, we're two hours 22. Do you guys feel like me going a little longer? You guys feel good about this? Well, Crowder was treating it like a dick. Right, right, exactly. That's what ruined it for me. And I can never unsee it now. Uh, he, like, he'd be in a shop like, how thick and veiny can I get this thing? And they'd be like, oh, you've come to the right place. All right. Add the polar bar drying. 
All right, I don't get off for an hour. Keep going, sweet. Uh, hello, Big Bear, and all praise to the good, the beautiful, and the true. I've been known as Jam 22 Bear for a while, but didn't really like it. And I've come to the revelation recently, life is a catch-22. I am 22 Rogans tall. I was born on May 22, same day as my birthday. Was my basketball number in high school and college, and Catch-22 ended up being one of my favorite books. I'm liking that. It is also a good reread considering the nonsense in the Ukraine and the upcoming start of World War III, allegedly. This is a shorter letter than originally planned, but I wanted to be verified as Catch-22 Bear. It's a great name. Great concept, too. It's when you get put in a binary where both ways you lose. Like the Catch-22 in that book was you can only get out of being an, uh, a pilot if you're insane, but if you say you're insane, it proves your sanity because you're being objective. <laughs> I think that was one of them. Okay, anyway. Um, uh, all right, hang on, where am I? This is a shorter letter than originally planned. Verify uh, is Catch-22 Bear or spelling. It would be Catch-22 Bear, like the book of being a hater of the evil grammar kike. Don't care too much either way. It's the intentions of my words, not the proper spelling or grammar. Thank you. I've noticed online shills when they can't refute your point become grammar kike. Do you know, you know what kike really means? It means circle. That means grammar circle. That's why I like to call them grabblers, but whatever. Because they like being called circles because it's not a cross. Oh my God, I was streaming for two hours and 22 minutes when I started reading this. That's crazy. Whoa. Thanks for catching that. Who caught that? Enoch87 Bear? I just said I, I'm streaming for two hours, 22 minutes when I started reading that. Whoa, gravy. That's awesome. Anyone else knows that? Yeah, Catch-22 is damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, Republican, Democrat, classic Catch-22. I put these two at the end of the letter, can read or not. It was getting long and the night is getting late. Uh, so let's not rant too long for children and women need to sleep while men ladle the gravy late in the night. First, my virus parasite hybrid J theory. Second, the beta male, female dominated J culture or civilization. Whoa, another synchronicity. Female dominated J culture or civilization or nation theory, whichever applies more accurately. That was the topic of the last letter. Whoa. Finally, two possibly entertaining things to end the letter. You have certainly heard of the old long-running joke of the aristocrats. I made a big bear and family version. I think you will appreciate. I wrote it in a script format as well. As I could and think your strongest, most moral voice and the Ira voice would work best. But again, whatever you come up with always crushes it. Might be able to be turned into a cartoon allegedly. Well, I think this letter we can read on multiple streams. Because it is long, and it seems like you've broken it up properly. And thank you for the donation. The second is an 80s, 90s power ballad. If this is running long, maybe try this and mess with it. When you have time, maybe you can skip a gay nap and work on it. <laughs> That's great. I just the farm and family life. I'm sure leaves very little free time. Maybe just wing it. I took so many of the sing-along best lyrics from multiple songs and turned it into one big song. The day you sang a bunch of old power ballads was epic. 
This version would allow you to crush them all down into one condensed version and hit all the high points. I would encourage bears to refine it, add to it, twist it up whenever floats their boats. I mean, sky ship boats might be gay, but I'm not sure anything that the best day is the day and you get rid of it sounds a little high on the Tate scale. Well, the fact I said, by the way, I was at 222 at exactly 1222. Unbelievable. That's it for Catch-22 Bear. I enclosed a small piece of platinum that is worth eh, or so that would like to buy into the new grounds at Ozarks. I'm not sure if you have figured this out, but I trust an almighty, yeah. Uh, Joking again. I know I'm not joking about being a cult leader right now after finding out about uh, Boundary County. I actually really do feel bad for them. Oh, we missed Catch-22's letter. I thought this was the beginning. No, this is the letter, man. No, it's long, but it's all... uh, So my theory, you got theories, you got songs. This was just an introduction. Thanks for all you do. Your friend who I met in Albuquerque and gave you a bunch of $2 bills and some 10-year spy burn scotch. Your short little nigger grabber friend acted like he was pulling a gun out when I reached for the envelope with $2 bills, I thought that shit was hilarious. Had I known what a grabber he was, I would have picked him up with my pinky and thumb and thrown in him in the trash can. Hilarious. All right. Thank you, brother. I will take a look at the art of that. And thanks for coming to that. That Albuquerque show is one of my favorite shows ever. We have it. Uh, we recorded it. Albuquerque's haunted. Did you guys know that? You guys know Albuquerque's Haunted? You guys want to talk about it? I got some nice shirts here. Someone sent me some shirts. What is this? Beaver Creek Canoe Rental. Nice. I I could really use some t-shirts right now. Thank you for that. I don't need any more though, but thank you. I'm starting to get into the t-shirts when I'm sitting by the fire. Is there a letter here? My guidebook and journal of Beaver Creek. Sweet. I believe there's a letter. Hello, Owen. I'm just writing to say hello from the Ozarks. I've met some awesome people through this community, and I appreciate the work from everyone involved that has been put into creating this Fertaria community. Um, My friend and I moved here recently from a cattle ranch operation in Arizona and bought a campground. It is a joint venture with my elderly parents, my wife and my two young kids. Saying that the experience has been hard is an extreme understatement. I know the Ozarks are a place where American freedom still exists, but it's hard. Everyone's telling me that it's it's gonna be intense. But uh, I'm excited for the challenge, if you guys are still excited for the challenge. Here's a quick Rockfin. Big Bear Live, what a treat for us Rockfin dwellers. Remember, support what you like or it goes away onward. Thank you, plumber level square bear. No, Martin from Rock, Rockfin personally invited me back. He made the right decision. Um, all right. Uh, it's easy when you are in a comfortable environment or a good mood to imagine different struggles and try to prepare yourself to face them. In those comfortable and happy moments, you feel invincible 
and like you can take on the world. When God truly tests you and throws you challenges your way, and you are feeling exhausted, hurt, or scared, there's another level of difficulty to survive those experiences. I get it. That was my week. If, um, all right. In running this business, we are learning so much about ourselves and people. We are learning how necessary communication, trust, honesty, and most importantly, boundaries are in our personal and professional lives. There are multiple facets to this business, a storefront, a campground, and kayaking canoeing on the creek we are located on. We have been thrown in headfirst to learn the business while trying to move and acclimate to a new state, community, and environment. I wanted to share an experience I had on the creek recently and lessons I learned. About one month ago, we put two people out on the creek for a float trip. The trips are normally a beginner level depending on water levels, which run low this time of year. For reasons that to this day remain unknown, the two floaters did not return at their expected time after about a five-hour time span. It was late afternoon when one of the family members who stayed behind approached us and asked if there was somewhere we could pick up the floaters by car as one of the floaters were too tired to continue. After discussing with the family member that the only way to access anyone in the creek after being put in the creek is by going upstream, there is no road access. The family member told me he would attempt to walk along the shore to see if he could locate. Based on the little information we did receive, it seemed as if the floaters were shortly up the stream. I prepared myself to go in and retrieve the floaters, thinking they may need some drinking water, motivation, or at most an assisted tow back to the campground. Um, if any of these scenarios were true, the whole ordeal would have taken about one hour, two hours tops. Um, the reality that follows a high adventure, life or death level of the trip. As I paddled upstream, I passed the, the family member who had gone in to retrieve the floaters as well. And I passed one of the floaters who told me that the other person was left behind and too tired to continue. The group of two had separated with one staying behind in an unknown location and the other deciding to go back to shore. I pat this is getting my heart going. I swear to God, it's getting my heart going. Um, hang on a second. The group, uh, I paddled and paddled as miles and daylight passed. There was no sign of the other floater. I almost reached the five mile mark, the location where the floaters are put in at. I had paddled upstream the entire length of the trip, unknowingly thinking that the missing floater was literally around the bend. It appeared they had stopped before they had even started. I finally locate the abandoned kayak on a bank and get out and search for the floater. I'm walking about a mile, calling for this person the entire way, getting puncture wounds from branches. I decided to turn back and tow the abandoned kayak Meanwhile, on land, my wife is dealing with the returned floater who shared that her friend had walked in a privately owned farmhouse to ask for the address or for a ride. The friend had sent a pin of her location and meant to get picked up. It is unknown how much time had passed since the friend had sent. This is insane. Her pin. It was a woman, too. Jesus. Yeah, whoever left her behind it. I had been searching where she sent the pin since I had located the abandoned kayak and it seemed she had already left that location. Due to limited cell service, the friend was unable to receive calls or make calls to the missing floater. At this point, we had two missing floaters. The family member I had passed was still on the creek, 
plus myself with darkness fast approaching. Since I did not think I would be on the creek for more than one hour, I did not bring a light. I was trying to paddle as my life depended on it while towing the abandoned kayak. Eventually, right at sunset, the missing kayaker appeared. She had walked to the road and found someone who gave her a ride back to the campground. My mom had called me to notify the Florida returned. I said to her, I can't talk. I thought I disconnected the phone, but in my haste, I did not hang up. Unknowingly to me, the phone line stayed connected with my plastic Ziploc bag, and for the next two hours, my mom, wife, and kids heard as I struggled to free myself from drowning as my kayak flipped after hitting a boulder. Jesus! My leg got stuck between the boulder and fallen tree, and the water was rising up to my chin. I was able to free myself from that near drowning, but I wasn't out of the woods yet. My family heard every struggle, every curse word, every time the canoe flipped, every injury, every prayer of despair, every time I got hit by debris, every time I felt my muscles would give out from exhaustion, from towing an anchor of the additional kayak that was filled with water due to an open hole. They heard my panic as the darkness hit fast and I had to row with not even a moon or stars to light the way. The darkness is what really freaked me out. It was so dark, I might as well have had my eyes shut. I could hear the creek's waters, and I knew it was surrounded by obstacles that could kill me since there were tree branches and rocks everywhere. I felt guilty and sad when I later found out my family was listening during one of my darker moments. I can't even remember half of what I said. The kind of things you have to say to yourself to ensure you don't give up and die. My wife reassured me that she was grateful to be on the phone since at least they knew I was still alive. As I was praying on the creek, I said, I need light. I need help. God, send me some light. My mom, hearing my pleas for help and light over the phone, parked the truck on the shore of the creek and turned on the headlights so I would have something to show me I was back at the campground. That light was a beacon of hope telling me that I was almost home. My muscles felt like they were either going to explode or cease working at any moment. I collapsed on the shore when I arrived. My wife had tried to call a few people we know who do rescues on the creek to come to my assistance. Either no one answered or no one was available to come. Whoa. That experience woke me up to what... Yeah, but didn't I recently had to go through the experience of not wanting to make fun of grabber football. I mean, this really puts struggle to, uh, in perspective, huh? I I've, see, I went through the same thing, except I thought I made fun of hardwood bear too much. <laughs> no one was going to come save me on that Creek. Just like no one is coming to solve our problems. That's why I love the Ozarks guys. This is why I love the Ozarks. It is up to us to give up and die or to pick up the paddle and keep rowing. And it is not fun and it is not easy. It's exhausting and discouraging. Dude, I needed to hear this today. It's getting me so fired up. God and Jesus can't solve our problems. We can't sit around waiting for the rapture and waiting for God to smite our enemies because that would take away free will. Bingo. Why does God allow good to bad things to him? You have no free will if you took that away. But even though we aren't always aware of it, God is always listening. Once we put in the effort to complete, to complete our journey, he's waiting for us on the shore with light to guide us home from our personal hero's journey that we are all taking on. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Thank you for listening to my harrowing tale. I appreciate what you do and the platform you provide. 
I included some shirts from our campground for you. Take care and crush on, respectfully, Perspective 96 Bear. Are you kidding me, Perspective 96 Bear? I'm going to wear this today. Look at that. I'm going to wear this today and make sure I tell everybody I meet about the harrowing adventure. This says Glade Top Trail Mark Twain. Is there one with your... Uh, it's uh, Camp Beaver Creek Canoe Rental Campgrounds. Beaver Creek Canoe Rental, Brown Branch, Missouri. Boom. Yeah, I know some bears have already went to your campground and really like it. Mark Twain National Forest. You know, that's he's a bard. Mark Twain is an American bard. Follow the path of the paddle. Oh my God, the Ozarks are so fucking cool. Beaver Creek Canoe Rental Campground and Cabins, Brown Branch, Missouri. Amazing. That just put, I mean, want to talk about like divine shit, man? I, I swear too much. The fact I just said divine shit is absurd. Trust me, I'm working on it. Uh, is how applicable that letter just was to everything we're talking about. The synchronicities today are nuts. Right at 22, catch 22. I mean, it's just so beautiful, man. I needed to hear that. We're just about just keep paddling, just keep swimming. Wow, I'm going to have to re-listen to that one. Ooh. All right, Kyneton, final Super Chats. I got to land this plane. That, you, you can't, you know, you can't really top that. What a legend. What an absolute legend. That's why we invest in the Ozarks, guys. Because those people are there. It's the people. You know, I thought that the place where I'd heard there's a bunch of compounds and shit in North Idaho, that they'd be very compound friendly to like compound adjacent people. I'm not a cult leader. I'm not a fucking compound guy. I just wanted a place where like-minded people can camp and have a good time. And then we can send them to canoe. You see, that's how it all works together. It's like, so our Ozark campground, if people, if donors want to come there and they want to canoe, they go to this campground. Because uh, we don't have a camp, a canoe rental area. That's why it all works. It's all about community, guys. Okay, uh, Big Bear Live. What a treat for us. Oh, yeah. Okay, to decrypt, I'm in Northeast Washington. And my friend is an author who goes by the name Boston Tea Party. He'd love to fly into town, take you to lunch, and take you up for a ride if you'd like. A ride of what? He's written a novel called Mullen Labe. And has a thick tome called Boston's Gun Bible. He's also written a series called Modules for Manhood. Well, you know, maybe a little coffee or something. I mean, a lunch is a big commitment. Uh, but he sounds very interesting. Uh, Boston Tea Party. <laughs> All right, final super chats. Cucumber, I love how the streams remind me to continue the spiritual battle. God knows our troubles. Yeah, and that letter was just like... It, that's, that letter is so humbling to what I face professionally. I'm like, but now everyone's making fun of the Jews. That's my paddling. I'm just like, but now I, he's in pitch black with his family listening after some, you know, and it's, and it would be so easy just to get mad at the woman who just acted like an idiot. But that's the thing. That story had everything. It had everything that we're going through. You can't change other people. You can't change floaters, you know? And what they're going to do. 
sure, one's going to abandon the other and she's going to just walk to a road and not even think about anyone trying to rescue her. But like, how does that change your battle? And the light, the beacon, paddling alone in complete darkness. You know, struggling to not drown as your family listens to you. As your phone is in a Ziploc bag and a Mark Twain National Forest. Just the Americana of that letter was just so amazing. It is America. I love America. America is not the country of America. It's not the political system. It's not our financial system. It's not the tokenization of items. It's that dude with that canoe in that river. And we're all that dude. You know, if my family was on the phone, they would have heard me go, fuck, fucking diggers. And, uh, and then I would have had to do a lot of apologizing because it had nothing to do with race. Like my experience on that river, if I was that dude, I would have applied it to demographics. I would have, I would have scapegoated one guy who stole my bike. All right, Elizabeth said, Finally sending a small tip for the Bard King, longtime listener since 2017. Celebrating my daughter, Jadessa, sign up on BTA, letter in progre- progress for the last four years. You and your family are always in our prayers. Much love, Mama B. Bear. P.S. B.B. God has used you in my life in insurmountable ways. I appreciate you beyond words. We're all paddling in the dark looking for the beacon, right? But the beacon's there. God, I love that story. And thank you very much for that, Elizabeth. Vegas Gravy Train says, unauthorized.tv is working. It always works, except for a few seconds at a time. I know, that's why I can overreact. Because I know there's only been one day since we started it where it didn't work for more than, like, one minute. That's, that's why, you know, it gets a little frustrating. Because it always works. <sighs> if it doesn't work, stand by. Alternatively, Coddington always posts a dozen other platforms where you can watch or listen to the stream. Most often, if UATV is out for a moment, pop over to another platform. It's beautiful. But think about how much less that is for me to deal with than someone who abandoned their location with no cell service on a wild river canoeing expedition. It's obviously fractally related. It's a direct one-to-one metaphor. But what I have to deal with is mind-blowingly easier. And that's why that letter put me in such a good perspective because it's like our ancestors, like all these people, that's, that's the type of shit that they did. They had to do what they had to like almost die rescuing a retard. No offense to your clientele or Ricky. Louisiana black bear says a tip for the bard king. Keep crushing. Thank you, Louisiana black bear. And you too. Reminds me of the Creedence Clearwater song, As Long As I Can See the Light. Yeah, but he couldn't even see the light for a while, for hours. No light. No stars, no moon. Yeah, onward, America's its people. It's its people, and a lot of the best people live in that state. There's something about it. There's something about that state that's hard. It keeps people hard and disciplined, and at any time, a tornado can fuck you up, too. God, I've got to stop swearing so much. I get inspired by those type of dudes. Perspective 96 bear. 
You know, why do I have to constantly swear? Is what, does it make me feel good? Is it like endorphins? I don't know what the hell it is. Is it my upbringing? I'm 42. What am I going to blame it on my friends when I was 10? Jesus. Never go to the woods without a lighter or and a knife. Never, says Bull Rush Bear. Well, Bull Rush Berry thought it was going to be an hour trip. Okay, Kyneton, is that us? Is that is that it for us? Uh, feel free to check out ladle.tv and enjoy it. Uh, feel free to donate to our Ozarks mission. The entire mission statement is all at the website. As uh, my friend just said, we're 30% there, not including taxes, which means we're 15% there. But we have several years to complete it. We've already completed, based on your generosity and commitment to the future, buying the first section. So uh, onward to Bertar, everybody. So I covered goats, Pink Floyd's meme, Halloween, everything. What a great day. All right, unauthorized.tv, P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Be fruitful, multiply, don't be fruiting, boy guy.